everyone. Welcome to the Felicity Optimist versus Cynic podcast with us, your hosts, Melissa and Fish. This is a Felicity rewatch podcast. We'll watch an episode each week and join you here to talk about it. And a reminder, probably in a, an important reminder for this episode, we may possibly bring up things as we discuss this episode that happen in future episodes. Because why? Because this is not a spoiler-free podcast. It's not spoiler-free. It's not spoiler-free. That's it. All right. Um, I am Melissa and I'm here with my scintillating co-host Fish. Scintillating. Fish. I like all these new <laughs> new adjectives that you're coming up for. You me. can see I was not confident. But I said it. Fish, how are you doing today? Are you indeed scintillating? Well, I don't know. We'll have to see. Um I this was an episode Aww. of of felicity sure was there, there was a lot of there was a lot going on in this episode uh for the listeners we unfortunately did not get to watch this one together so we are just you know we're we're just starting off you know we we haven't we don't know each other's reactions this time mm-hmm. nope it's nope. like we're just meeting each other exactly what's uh, your name again <laughs> i'm I am Melissa, and I'm here with my scintillating <laughs> co-host, Fish. Um, oh, that's yep. who I am. Yeah, yeah. Well, what are we talking about today? This was an episode, but which one was it? This was season two, episode 19, called Running Mates. It originally aired April 26, 2000. It was written by Josh Rimes, or Josh Reams, however you say that. And it was directed by Robert M. Williams Jr., whose name has come up. Both of their names actually have been coming up quite a bit in season two. And here's the description. Ben thinks Greg's friend is vandalizing Felicity's campaign posters and urges her to reveal Greg's past arrest. But Greg denies any wrongdoing and Felicity refuses to believe Ben or start personal attacks. Meanwhile, Ruby tells Noel she hasn't told the baby's father that she's pregnant and Tracy upsets Elena when he bails in the middle of a makeout session. I feel like I feel like that description was trying to avoid spoilers. Yeah. Um, they specifically leave out a couple yeah. of really important things, <laughs> but I think that's okay if you're you know, trying to get people to watch a show. No, it's good. They don't, you know, spoil the episode in the description. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, but at least it, it does sound like maybe they actually watched this episode. I feel that this resembles what we, what we watched. Yes. No. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a first for everything. Yeah, and this is this is it. Yep. Um, so, all right. This was an episode. Where did you want to start with this episode? I figured, you know, most of the episode was actually focused around the election stuff. Mm-hmm. So we can start there and then circle back on the Tracy Elena Ruby Knoll storylines okay so i'd like to start with javier who's hand illegally handing out coupons for people to vote for felicity because she's special i'm assuming this is dean and deluga coupons i assume so i mean they could just be like back rubs but (laughs) you know uh, i don't know that that would be against the rules (laughs) well like come get your fruitless danish yeah for free. 
Yeah. Or come and get your scoop of fruit out of a Danish. One scoop per person. I like that. I like that. Um, it's amazing how long that's continued to be a thing for us when nobody ever noticed it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> So Felicity sees Javier handing out these coupons. She's like, Javier, stop it. That's not, that's not allowed. You can't do that. Stop it. Cause she's about the rules right now. Yeah. She's like, we have to, we have to obey all the campaign rules. We're not gonna, you know, get, get our hands dirty or break any rules. I mean, this is a very young and naive felicity at the beginning of this episode she sure is boy she comes a long way as this episode goes along doesn't she um you know yeah. what hasn't come a long way fish um i Felicity's recognition that uh that her friend has passed and and will never return her tapes ever again consider yourself fortunate you weren't watching this episode with me. <laughs> Because not only was there a Sally tape, like a, a tape that she left to Sally, yeah. but so much of this episode was a voiceover of the yeah. tape she was leaving to Sally. And it I was like, throwing highlighters across the room. I was rioting. It was a one person riot and it was brutal. Okay. I was sad that I, I was so sad I was not here to listen to this because I, I just wrote. It. I just wrote dear Sally exclamation point and then just like laughed for 10 minutes because I knew decision making <laughs> process here in the writer's room for when the they decision. do decide to use it and when they don't. The decision is we want to do this with exposition. The decision is some of us have been watching the show as it's been airing <laughs> in season two and some of us have only seen episodes from season one and we're still trying to write this show. Shame on them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle this. I can't handle it. Um, especially when they don't even have Felicity leaving these tapes every episode. Come on. Uh, okay. I didn't even see like a tape recorder this time. It was just a voiceover. They've gotten rid of the tape recorder. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, what she's saying to Sally is super important. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Um, <laughs> the point of what she's saying is losing can't be as hard as running. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's getting brutal already. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I basically mean, she's telling this story about like a, an election that happened when she was a younger school age person. And, uh, it was this whole thing about this guy who probably should have played dirty and then wasn't playing dirty and he lost, um, Steven and Billy in fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that comes a little, a little later. So she does say, you know, losing should be easy compared to running. Uh, And then we just see this giant picture of her with her lovely haircut. And it just says, she ahead. Yeah. This is the (laughs) moniker that's been, that somebody's scrolling over her posters. She ahead. That's funny. Now, Fish, is that still... Are chia pets still a thing? I think so. because And there was a chia head at one point. I don't mm-hmm. know if they're still selling that, but I'm pretty sure like if we went on Amazon, we could find one. Hmm. And I, I mean, never ever see commercials anymore because I like DVR through them or I watch stuff on my computer. But were I to watch commercials, yeah. I would think I would see them. 
I imagine that most of the people who watch, who still fondly remember the show and, or are listening to this podcast are probably people who were cognizant of the Chia Pet and Chia Head commercials as they were happening. But for those who don't have the extreme pleasure (laughs) of knowing that product, it's the pottery that grows. Yeah. Chia. That's it. That's all you need to know. So it was pottery in the shape of something. You water it and then a plant grows out of it. But like this sort of like Oh, how do you describe it? It's it only grows like I don't know because they have like little half holes an in inch. The pottery. Yeah, like it, yeah, it, it only goes like half an inch above the pottery, so it like sticks out of their head mm-hmm. if it's a head, or it sticks out of the back, mm-hmm. and uh, that was what was always in the picture. Yes. It was like the nicely like half inch chia head or chia pet. <laughs> yes, and so this is where this insult came from. Yes. And um, boy, was that a trip down memory lane. (laughs) I mean, people were, let's say, a little bit more creative with with Chia Head than they were with what they did to Richard, which was just set his flyers on fire. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, this this is going to be a conversation that starts between Richard and Felicity, but, you know we're pretty much seeing everybody is having issues with vandalism. Um, And so, yeah, Richard, Richard comes up and they're having this conversation about which of his things were vandalized. And obviously we know that Felicity stuff is being vandalized. Um, And we're just kind of, they make a funny joke about soft money in national elections, Mm -hmm. which is not as funny today. Mm yeah okay but they don't know what that means we can just go past that fair enough. if you want to know you can look it up yeah fair it's enough. not good okay that seems fair well so we're gonna sort of keep setting the stage here because it turns out felicity's getting some support for her campaign from some of her friends including yeah. ben yes ben ben walks up you know, on this conversation and says, he, he's kind of talking to Felicity. He's like, you know, saw this guy. He had like a red hat on and I've seen him hanging out with Greg and he's the guy who's defacing your paper, your posters. I chased him down the street. He chased him for two blocks. Yeah, and when we him. actually see a compare, like a size comparison between these two, mm-hmm. it's a good thing that Andre ran. Yeah. His name is Andre. Yeah, we're going to learn that soon. He's a little guy. Yeah. So Felicity, and this is going to be a refrain that comes up over and over again from different people, but Felicity's like, nope, Greg wouldn't do that. Nope, no. Greg can't. That's not a thing. Nope, There's nope, just nope. no way. He mm-hmm. absolutely would never even think to have Andre deface her, her posters. Yeah, and Ben's all like, Oh, so you believe Greg, huh? But not me. She's like, yeah, no. I'm just saying, maybe you didn't see it right. Maybe it's maybe I don't know. I believe Greg. <laughs> believe in Greg. Greg wouldn't do this. Yeah. And so. they basically kick Richard out of the conversation, and this goes on. And then 
we switch to, I mean, I just have to point this out. We, we get this, we're clearly going to a new place and we pan across this weird ass pigeon statue that we've never seen before. It's just statue of a pigeon, like in a wall and you pan over and you see Felicity walking up some steps. Then we got to pan back across the weird ass pigeon and then we can get on with our lives. But like I had to pause because weird ass pigeon statue. Yeah. Sometimes it happens. Well, you know, before we left that prior scene though, uh, Richard has a line Mm. that I imagine he made a meal of, um, politics it's a hardcore tough ass world isn't it yep he wants to leave them with some some reality that he knows yeah and then pigeon and then weird ass pigeon Mm -hmm. statue yep yep well Mm -hmm. whatever you've taken away from that whatever that pigeon is a symbol for for you you just uh you just simmer on that one for a moment Mm -hmm. as we go to the health center yeah health center we see uh, Greg with a guy mm-hmm. in a red hat. I mean, is it the same guy in a red hat? Is it a different guy in a red hat? All we see is a guy in a red hat. His name is Andre. Yeah, which Greg will name him in this scene. Yes. Um, Felicity, for Felicity, seeing a guy in a red hat talking to Greg does harken back to a certain something Ben might have just told her. And mm-hmm. so she approaches Greg and she basically just straight away confronts him. She's like, well, you know, somebody, she mentioned that maybe she saw Andre because uh, she's trying to protect Ben's identity at this point. Um, Is she really protecting Ben? Uh, she, well, I don't know. I, I, I Remember feel the like... last time she said other people to Greg? Well, I think by specifically saying, by specifically lying and saying she, I guess she's hoping not to, because the thing is, if he thinks it's Ben, then this whole conversation becomes useless and disputable. And he's going to go off on her, not mm -hmm. on Ben. Yeah. So so, it's like, she's really protecting herself here. Yeah. Being like, oh yeah, my friend who is a girl and is definitely not Ben. Saw Andre drawn on some posters some of my posters specifically and greg this might seem familiar he's like no 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 andre wouldn't do that andre's cool i know andre not a thing this is not a thing he's a friend he is he's a friend he's a great guy wouldn't do it yeah well so there you have it uh we have set up that they're taking the same exact stance on this and mm-hmm. greg deflects and he's like you know what Maybe we should do another date. Maybe let's go away for the weekend after the election. Yeah, I liked how he did this. He he says, you know, you know, basically let's day after the election, we'll take a weekend trip. And then in the same breath, he's like, too soon? Like he just completely undermines himself. <laughs> he's just like, wanna go away for the weekend? Too soon? Yeah. And Felicity's like, yeah, too soon. Mm-hmm. It's like, why did you bother, Greg? 
Yeah. Uh, I, um, and this may be too soon for me to jump in with this, especially not knowing exactly what your opinions were coming out of this episode, but I think I might need to apologize to Greg for potentially skewing your thoughts to expect something terrible from Greg in this episode, because I think I did not, I did not. (laughs) I mean, we'll, we will get into some things. We'll get into some things, but if there are people who are getting ready for me to like, let it rip on Greg, I think I need to apologize because bad stuff happens. Greg didn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Greg did some of it, but like everybody was doing it. Um, It's yeah. I think, I don't know. I think I over that was maybe overblown in my memory a little bit, but I, there is a definitively not great thing that happens here and it's not Greg's action. So I, yeah. Um, okay. So, so I just wanted to take your temperature on that. (laughs) Yeah. I I was not, I I was expecting, you know, for Greg to come off a little worse and I think I had like sort of greased the wheels for that to happen for you. So I'm I'm glad that I didn't like, totally color that for you but we will unpack it as we go and see if we can find things here's here's the thing there are a lot of people in this episode who do not great things yeah so like we are going to introduce at the end of this episode a new segment uh we have decided that the what the glove glove did they say it's over yeah the last time you're ever going to hear that intro or outro music guys yeah i mean unless you go back and listen to one of the other episodes That's true. um but it, it was getting a little stale i mean pretty much we knew every word was going to be something along the lines of you know dead rabbits or yeah. something to do with sheep or you know um and and i think we're we're going to move on so we have a new segment it's called you're the worst and i will just be picking someone um who's really the worst in each episode and we'll talk about that uh, a little more later and but i had like a plethora plethora of options yeah Yeah, i had a a (laughs) variable cornucopia of not great people and actions Mm -hmm. to work from so any number of people could have been featured in the you're the worst however you know i do think i picked the worst okay um so so felicity and greg are standing here they both decided it's too soon for the weekend trip and then they are going to be vaguely threatened by an asian guy who oh we have his name okay Mm -hmm. Good. I, you have to kind of check people's posters to find names. In some uh, cases. Yeah. So she does the detective work. I'm just like, you know, vaguely threatening, engaging guy. Okay. Um, Who I gave a name to let yeah. the record show. You did. Yeah. I, I refuse to acknowledge that. Um, and he has had his website hacked. Mm. I don't know why he thought either Greg or Felicity could hack a website because I don't know why he had a website. Would you people have websites for college elections? I Especially at this time, so at two in two thousand, I wouldn't have thought so. But not only does he have a site, somebody has hacked it. So it's it's that's pretty like yeah, I don't know, this, technologically forward. Sure is. This is not your run of the mill vandalism. 
Yeah. I was confused by the whole thing because I I got stuck on like he has a website. Well, um, I mean, Noel has a website. I mean, you can have a website. You could, yeah. It's when um, a lot of people were learning how to make websites as like part of like a class or, you know, fair enough. this is going to be the future. I'm sure it probably did not look that great to start with. Yeah. So it was just like a black screen that said vote for Keith in like some. Could have been lettering of some sort yeah uh, yep. I mean, <laughs> like uh, yeah it's it's not something that i would have expected to be standard across all candidates at that point um yeah but Mm-mm. okay so and we're gonna yeah so we're gonna from here we're gonna we're gonna hear felicity's lovely story about Stephen and billy take it away um you probably remember this story better than i do i'm gonna sum this up by Felicity's conclusion here is ultimately that bullies win elections. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's pretty much it. Um, it was a fourth grade election and uh, pretty much it was easy to win. Stephen just beat up Billy and Billy dropped out. The end. Yeah. And that's how uh, it's like, yeah, Billy. Yeah. Or oh. Billy, but but Felicity is not going to be Billy. She's just she not. She is throughout this. She is going to push back. So uh, so she's got her war room now. Yeah, she's Billy's kind of her it. cautionary tale, her inspiration for not being another Billy. Don't be That's Billy. Right. Don't be Billy. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get beaten up in the fourth grade, and and drop out of the yeah. race. Yeah. Good so life lesson. We're gonna head to Felicity's dorm where we find that. It's not just Ben that's helping her. It's Noel also. She She's starting to stack her war room. This mm-hmm. is her, all right, we've got our, our back office staff. Noel is being a little um, a little protective of his posters. Yeah. Uh, and and he and he and Ben are kind of doing a little angel devil thing on mm-hmm. Felicity's shoulder. And Noel's kind of hopping back and forth between the two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because we're sort of catching them in the middle of Felicity saying, hey, Greg said it wasn't Andre. Mm-hmm. Case closed. And Ben's like, yep. of course he'd say that. What, 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 was he, what else was he going to say but that? You know, and Felicity keeps going down the road of I trust Greg. I, you know, I think I think he's given I think he's shooting straight. I think he's giving me the story that I should be believing. And Ben's like, I think Greg's playing with you. And mm-hmm. it's just this sort of. Because at the end of the day, if Felicity is believing Greg, she's not believing Ben. Yeah. And there appears to be a direct conflict with that for Ben. Mm-hmm. So. And Noel's like, well, look, maybe Greg didn't know about Andre, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and and Ben, as Felicity is relaying how she talked to Greg, Ben definitely catches the she that Felicity put in as her friend mm-hmm. who saw Andre <laughs> defacing yeah. the posters. Like, what do you mean she? Yeah. He's like, it was me. I did it. Yeah. And she's like, I'm trying to protect you. He's like, what? Um, yeah. but this is where Ben kind of jumps in and says, Okay, well, you know, so that so then Noel jumps back to the other side, right? And says, Well, do you trust Greg? And Felicity's like, yes, I trust Greg. And then Ben scoffs and says, over me? 
And we'll hear that come back a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah. then here comes the, the summary, mm-hmm. the, the piece from the summary. Ben's got a bright idea. Yeah. Ben's, ben suggests, makes the casual suggestion that she leak the drug arrest, that Greg was drug arrest. To the school paper. Yeah. Fish, when he said that, what were you thinking? Oh, no. Did this you assume not... it was going to happen? Or oh, was yeah. it? Yeah. It I was, was sort like, of like, Ben Chekhov's... is definitely doing this. Yeah. <laughs> like Chekhov's drug arrest leak. It, it's like, yeah. well, now that they've said it, now that yeah. he's said it. Yep. Yeah. It's going to happen. Okay. And I, I don't know. I, uh, yeah. I mean, the minute it came out of his mouth, I was like, this is, this is going to happen. He's going to do it. Felicity's not going to know, like, he's not going to like get her on board with this. Um, so that and we're going to have some blow up. Itself. Yeah. But what uh. I loved, so since we, we watched different versions of this, Melissa's watching the DVDs and I was watching streaming on Hulu. So for the second time, we have different music. And I had a couple comments on the music that that I actually really liked, um, at least from the streaming version. Because we go from this kind of war room into this fantastic montage of everybody defacing everybody else's stuff just messing with it and the song that's in the background is like a western standoff you know Mm -hmm. it's like high noon and Mm -hmm. (laughs) well before we get to that though i just wanted to point out when ben suggests that she leaves the drug arrest felicity says no i'm not going immediately absolutely Um, that was her final stance on that before we head into this. And so there's this juxtaposition between Felicity saying, no, I'm not going dirty. And then like all this like montage of campaign hijinks that all, every single one of the candidates are doing Um, certainly nothing to the degree of leaking a drug arrest, but uh, you know, we're seeing every single one of them get in on this through this. Oh yeah. I mean, she says like, I'm going to fight back, you know, everyone else is going dirty and Mm -hmm. by going dirty she doesn't mean like false information or even true information like the drug arrest it's Mm -hmm. just basically a lot of like magic marker pranks Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like taking people's stuff down and putting your stuff up and so it's like i don't know i thought it was funny and in this process i think we are finding that there are what five candidates there's carol there's Richard, there's Keith, who we've met, there's Greg, and there's Felicity. And every single one of them is doing something in this. I feel like Richard's moves are more defense. Uh, not all of them. But not all of them, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed, well, I, I think his was my favorite when he just covers the entire board yeah. with flyers with his face on it. He's like totally fed up and he just... <laughs> You just see the sequence of him actually like stapling. Yeah, he's got a, a staple whole gun. bulletin board full <laughs> with his flyers. Yeah. Um, I shall wield this staple gun 
I shall cover everything with my face. Yeah, I wrote so many flyers. Um, so many. Wow. And to which there is much glee when Ben and Felicity come up and rip them all down. So yeah. like, clearly <laughs> doors but, open. Before that, though, their move against Richard was that as Felicity's putting up one of her yes. posters, Ben yes. is writing the word dick over Richard's face on his on his poster and yeah. he just he just gets in real close and he goes dick right into yeah. the face of the poster <laughs> and then Felicity kind of pulls him away so I liked that because I think we've learned somewhere along the way people started calling Richard dick and he's not having yeah. it okay yeah and um, but I also love just the callback to like Ben and the word dick are just funny. <laughs> like every time he says it, it's funny. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, he writes dick across um, Richard's forehead. And then, yeah, Felicity pulls him away. And then Felicity comes back and gives him like a mustache and then starts like scribbling all over his face. And then Ben pulls her away. Yeah. And like, she's in on it. She's yeah. fully down to deface dick. Yeah, that's it. So, and then we get the Richard with all the flyers. There's so many flyers. And then you're right. Felicity and Ben come back and uh, other people have been in and out this whole time, but Felicity and Ben will come back and Ben just basically like runs his hands up the board and knocks off every flyer in one fell swoop. He has like the biggest wingspan where he can just do one motion with his arms and knock off every single flyer that Richard just spent like an hour putting up. Yeah. Um, Yep. That was nice. I liked that. That was a very nice move. And, you know, you see, I mean, Andre's in on it. Greg's in on it. I mean, they're clearly, we we do not see Greg or Andre defacing Felicity's posters at any point there. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was looking at which ones they did, and they did not deface hers. But they're doing it to other people. And mm-hmm. the thing, you know, this, I did write it down at this point. It's like, Ben and Felicity, they are having a good time with each other. Mm-hmm. They're like going like around, that. they're like giggling, he's smiling. And I'm also thinking, uh-oh, like they're going in a certain direction. And yet we already know from the start, <laughs> I mean, almost the start, that Ben is going to majorly F this up. So, well, if anything... I think this calls back even more so to the episode you were talking about in, recently with the cheating, because that episode, I think it was in the teaser where they have her before the credits, even where they had her uh, go back to take, you know, she's just supposed to be like spell checking his paper mm-hmm. and like submitting it. And we and see you have her to go through open the of the episode, yeah. do that, like make the changes. You're right. We have to go through the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, every time they're like talking to each other and he's smiling and all that stuff it's like in the back of our head we know she's already done this <laughs> it's like the fuse was lit on the dynamite from the yep. moment they started the episode and we were just waiting for when it all came apart and it's the same thing that's happening here because ben says maybe yep. you should leak the drug arrest and you're just waiting for the moment when he does it mm-hmm. like ugh. i know benjamin i know um well we are going to have a direct confrontation coming up here. So Ben. Well, I, so I will say just out of that whole scene with Alina and Julie, we do find out that, you know, these pranks happen every year to mm-hmm. the point where, you know, the campus police 
don't even bother responding to half the calls. So this is not unusual. Yeah. And I think also like there's probably levels to it, right? But you know, like if there was something happening that was really, really serious, you would think they probably would. But what we're seeing here is yeah, like it's markers. Parody of like markers on posters. Um we didn't so there's actually, not anything that specifically stands out. Yeah, we didn't actually see Richard's fires go up in flames. We we don't know the extent of the damage. Yeah. But maybe maybe they responded to that. Yeah, but how how long could that have been happening before it was just ashes? Um <laughs> hard to prove. I, there now. were a lot of flyers it's with Richard's face on them. It's very true. Many colors. Well, we're going to now go back to, um, so Ben is actually going to see Andre, man with red hat that he chased. Ben is going to go a little aggro. He's going to go a little aggro. He's like, hey, guy I chased. And the guy was like, I don't know you. He's like, oh, you don't know me? The guy who chased you? Yeah. You were looking back. Mm -hmm. I I did it for two blocks. Really don't remember me? He's like, no, never seen you before. Like, oh, deny, deny, deny. Yeah. I mean, if Shaggy has taught us anything, just one me. Yeah. Are they in the health center for this conversation? I feel like this guy, Andre, was like behind a desk okay. at like a fly. He had like flyers and posters and stuff. So I feel like they were in more of like a, a hall where people had their election stuff out. Okay. But, you know, I also thought that Nolena's apartment had a mini fridge in it. So really don't take my, it it could be anywhere. Okay, fair enough. Well, so Ben and Andre are having this conversation, which honestly isn't headed anywhere good, anywhere fast. So uh, Greg comes up. Which is totally going to make it better, right? Yeah, this is obviously going to fix everything. Uh, (laughs) and, (laughs) And so Greg's like, is there a problem here? Like, Seems to be something going on here. And uh, Ben's like, well, yeah, um, Andre has been vandalizing full these posters is what's been happening. <laughs> yeah. And Greg, I mean, this is this this scene is just like, uh, um, so Greg's like, I wouldn't vandalize my girlfriend's posters. And Ben's like, your girlfriend? Greg's like, yeah. Like, oh, God, <laughs> we've gotten here. She's my girlfriend. Are you jealous? At which point, unfortunately, Ben begins deflating again. Like he doesn't, like he's he's up, he's aggro, he's full of air. And then he gets called out for being jealous. And it's like, you hear the little. Yeah. The air's just coming out of the balloon. Man, this scene, it's like, how did two adult humans just <laughs> I don't know I mean, this is where it's we are. another moment where it's like please step to the side here's a ruler we'll come back in two minutes it's pretty much it right it's just like yeah. the moment and the thing is like Greg's it was a move Greg's like she's my girlfriend mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just knows what that's gonna do to Ben well and he just lies directly to Ben's face I mean I don't believe for a second that Greg wasn't doing this stuff and didn't um, know Andre was doing this stuff. I am willing to believe that Craig said to Andre, don't do this to Felicity's poster. Don't do not do anything to Felicity. And then pretended that was it. And then didn't ask, didn't like, you know, it was just like Andre did what he was going to do. So I think he has 
tried to find some level of plausible deniability here. Um, but in I, his heart, he knows Andre. Yeah, I, I, but I think he is sticking to the letter, the spirit of the conversation. I think he had a conversation with Andre and he said, don't mess with Felicity stuff. And then can now fall back on like, I told him. I believe yeah, it. It's fine. But see, I'm not going with like, I'm a, I'm a by the rules judge here. I'm like, Greg, you knew what was going on. Like if you really wanted to stop it, you could have stopped it and you didn't. Mm-hmm. So you do have some guilt here and you are lying to Ben and you were going to lie to Felicity. You're all lying to each other. Y'all lying. Like I think all this of is, you are liars. This is a little murky. <laughs> like I think we don't have proof of anything that Greg's done here. So I, well, and, and they specifically didn't show us Greg and Andre together defacing any of Felicity's posters. So I think, I think there's like, everybody's doing stuff. We don't know for sure what he's doing in terms of Felicity stuff. I think, you know, it's, I don't, I don't necessarily put him on any different level oh, no. than any of the other candidates with what's Agreed. happening right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I ever will. We'll see if I, if I do, as we get along. No, they're all, they're all doing it. Yeah. And, um, and deflated Ben is going to reinflate himself and just fuck it up. Ben makes a bad decision, guys. Look, anytime you go to Richard, you are making a bad decision. And they just give us, they, Ben <laughs> knocks on Richard's door, which is apparently Richard Code's campaign headquarters and labeled as such. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> and we, Richard answers the door and Ben's just like, I have some information on Greg Stenson. And yeah, we don't like, see it unfold, but we know. We know what's yeah. happening in that room. He just, I, I think what he says is want info on Greg, or like want information on Greg, mm-hmm. which I didn't immediately clock as a question to Richard. Like, do you want information about Greg? I thought Ben was asking Richard, you know, he was going to like dig up something that was not as bad and try to use that. Oh, okay. Um, that is not what was happening. And I had to go back later and add a question mark. And it was like, oh, okay. So he's, no, he he's basically, providing the information. Got yeah. It. He went out of this, con- like he went out of this fight ish with Greg straight to Richard's room yep. and just was like, this is how I will pay him back, you he know, and really needs to like learn to do what elena does later like count to 10 walk around the block like you he it's like he always seems to regret it i mean i don't know i mean felicity is impulsive too i feel like she she often i don't know continues to defend what she does um ben definitely regrets the things he he does but what are you gonna do i mean this was unquestionably awful if we didn't feel good about ben telling felicity or Mm -hmm. well he didn't tell felicity ben approached greg yeah with greg's own information sort of with like a threat yeah if we didn't even feel good about that yeah this is bad like telling the whole the whole school like telling everybody <laughs> like yeah. oof 
Um, and I mean, the other thing that I like about this scene and the way we're talking about it is we, we're both coming down hard on Ben. Neither one of us for a second thought Richard was going to like do anything other than what he did. Like Richard yeah, sure. like, this is just absolutely, absolutely yeah. like, I don't, I don't know what you want to call it. Amoral or yeah, like, I don't get the immoral. feeling that Richard had one sleepless night about this. No, not, a, not even a little bit. And yet I still like Richard. So I don't know what to do about that. Well, we expect more from Ben. Yeah. You I know, they're so. positioning him as a hero. They're positioning him as a guy who's had all this growth and he makes, he makes a really big mistake. It was intentional. It was in the heat of the moment. It was a mistake and he's going to regret it, mm -hmm. but he makes it. And it's, it's just so big, you know, like mm -hmm. it's so, so hurtful, like yep. on such a wide scale for this human. Like I get, he doesn't like Craig, but it's a like way across the line. And he knows that he's going to know it almost instantly, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know? So it's like, at least there's that for us. Like Ben does have a conscience. Ben has a moral compass this is not in line with it but he did it anyway you know he still did it and oh yeah um this is gonna come apart real soon but we're gonna um we're going to move on from there i will say well we'll skip over that so um felicity's dorm yeah, which I at first saw the easel and I was like, oh, yeah, she is still an art student. And then when they came in and it's Felicity and Julie and Layla and they're talking about the campaign and they're like, oh, you've been robbed. Your posters are gone. I'm like, oh, it's for the posters. She's still not doing art. OK, got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. We haven't thought about that in a little while, but she is mm. still an art major, by the way. Um, and yet. <laughs> yeah i mean Where, and we're gonna see in future seasons more pursuit of art it's just that that was not part of the story in this part of the season because yeah. they had to put her at the health center and the mm -hmm. art stuff just wasn't a location that they had time for mm -hmm. um but so uh you're right lila and julie are you know they're all talking about these stolen posters apparently megan said that it was andre yeah i i liked how they as they were walking in the room, they're talking about how all the all the different candidates put out editorials mm -hmm. and that Richard's was just one word, pizza. Mm -hmm. That was his whole editorial. And, mm -hmm. and Lena's like, yours was so much better. Felicity's like, yeah, you wrote it. You're the one who started this again. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. And again, Julie doesn't really do anything. Yeah. And so, you know, we're going to yeah. move from here to an actual conversation between Greg and Felicity. And here Felicity is going to say, look, my stuff was stolen. Like we've already talked about Ben. In addition to Ben, now I have the backup to say Megan was coming out, you know, said she saw Andre coming out of our room mm -hmm. with, with all of my posters. Yeah. And Greg's still, is like, it wasn't Andre. I told him not to touch your stuff. Yeah, I feel like Greg is gaslighting her here. He's like, I feel like you're two different people. You're you're like candidate Felicity, and then you're like regular Felicity. It's like, no, you know what's going on. Like, mm -hmm. don't do that to her. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm more optimistic, of course, uh, that maybe Greg did have that conversation that he's, that he's, that he is trusting Andre. Um, well, when Felicity comes up and says, Megan saw Andre coming out of my room, holding all of my posters. I, my interpretation is that Greg doesn't want to believe it, but I appreciate that we can have these different interpretations and it all makes sense. And yeah. this context, I mean, I think because ultimately Felicity is going to believe that Ben's not going to do the things that he's, you know, like she's, she's still swear up and down for sure. He would never do these things. Like, I know you're telling me he did. He didn't. Um, so I, if I believe it for her, then I want to have some room to believe it for him, but everybody's playing dirty. So yeah. it's like, meh, could go either way. And Greg's, you know, Felicity's like, I mean, Greg is, <laughs> he's, he's just got this sort of view of, I guess, politics, right? And he's like, look, if, you know, if you were anyone else, I would just say, get over it. This is politics. Mm-hmm. And she, he kind of sees her face and he's like, but I'm not going to say that. Yeah, but I care <laughs> about you. So that I'm not saying that. Like, that's what I would say. <laughs> what i'm really saying is the opposite of that based on your face yeah um yes he, <laughs> but he does sort of um deflect a little bit from there and he's like look we just we have to trust our running mates um and well they're campaign managers right he said running mates hmm. um but that's weird but anyway the point was the people that are working with us yeah, he um, told Andre not to touch your stuff. I mean, he's, he's getting a little defensive of Andre here. Yeah, so I think they get to a place where they're just like, okay, new rule. Um, every man for himself, every man for himself. Okay. Well, but first we're going to get the call back. And Felicity, mm-hmm. you know, Greg says, I told Andre not to do it. And I trust that he didn't do it. Felicity's mm-hmm. like, so you trust him over me? Yeah. And Greg's like, will you trust Ben over me? uh what a tangle so... <laughs> yeah um I, th- I don't feel like this election has been good for anybody <laughs> no uh, like, you know Layla has just like really really just left them in a an unfortunate spot yeah uh but yeah it's gonna be every man for himself That's so it. with this new mentality Felicity's mm-hmm. now going to break the seal <laughs> on on like staying away from Greg's part of the election. So Ben and Felicity make a plan. They're going to make a plan to break into Andre's, which involves the step of consulting with Sean. Yeah. And I put here like Felicity and Ben are definitely working too closely together. Their plan is to break into a room and, you know, I'm fine with Sean being their bond gadget guy mm-hmm. but he makes a really good point at the end of this scene he's like you guys do not have the best record of breaking into places um mm-hmm. yeah uh, do they not see that they are just repeating yeah. what happened before are they not well, so we have that? this scene with sean and with noel and Ben and Felicity, and they're all 
Oh, was so, it Noel that said that? Noel said that. Yeah. Noel but that. they're all, so Sean's kind of like, he's, he's pulling up a box with all this spy gear, which I guess we're like, he's invented spy gear somewhere along the way. Um, and he's, he's, uh, he's just showing them, he's, he's giving them some tools that they can use to break into Andre's room. And Noel in the meantime is, is <laughs> having some of the funniest dialogue they've ever given. Yeah. Him. It's um, amazing. And, you know, he's cautioning them pretty much for the whole time. He, she's, he, he's like, guys, really you're breaking into Andre's room. And Phyllis is like, well, we're not making personal attacks. This is just a game. Um, but Noel is definitely the voice of caution for this whole scene, including the line that you just said of like, you guys don't have the best track record for breaking into places, but mm-hmm. he has my favorite line. Yeah. Which is, look, it starts out with drawing on posters and then it escalates to breaking into Andre's room. And next thing you know, you're paying off hitmen and fishing hookers out of the Hudson. And he <laughs> says it, it and he's just looking off into the distance. Like yeah. he's remembering something. <laughs> And everybody just stops what they're doing. And they're like, the whole, they pans across everyone else in the room and they're all just staring at Noel. And he's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) He's definitely gone to some disaster level thinking here. Yeah. It's Uh, not good, but you know, um, Sean pulls out his, uh, you know, he pulled out a ton of stuff to show them, but he pulls out what he really need to, which Mm -hmm. is a lock pick. Yeah. So, you know, they, they have fully acknowledged Noel is on record as saying it's a bad idea. Yeah. And they're going to end off, end up fishing hookers out of the Hudson. Yeah. I and, do like the fact that know? they just made Sean fish his whole box though, because <laughs> it's going to come back in a scene later that he's found more stuff that he's happy about, um, that he yeah. remembers fondly. So <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to that later. But one of the last things we leave off on in this scene is that Felicity is trying to justify what they're doing by saying like, yeah, we're breaking into this room, but we're not making personal attacks. Mm-hmm. And then you see Ben's face. Right. Gulp. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. In this moment, you can definitely see Ben knows that this was problematic he wants to take it back. He wants to make his action unhappen. You can see it in his face. It's really the first time we've seen him since he did that thing. And his next move is going to be to go straight back to Richard. Yeah. It's like, forget what I said. Just forget it. Just, it never was said to you. Richard's like, what are you talking about, man? Richard has, yeah, Richard has, I think, also some of the best lines. You know, so Ben goes and knocks on his door and Richard opens it and sees Ben there and says, this is great. What are you, my deep throat? <laughs> and Ben's just like, whoa, okay. Look. <laughs> Here's Not what I need from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's what I need from you, Richard. Do not use any of this information that I've given to you. Richard can't understand why. Um, and he's like, mm, sorry, man. I did it. Sorry yeah. out there. Not my hands. Can't and then there's another just <laughs> chef's kiss of a line. Yep. He's like, look, don't give a rat to a snake and then ask for it back. Like, what does that <sighs> even mean? <laughs> yeah, they... The writers really 
Yeah. They threw a lot of energy into Richard's lines in this episode for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so great. So, um, boy, this is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, to be fair, Ben, this is going to be on Ben's mind for the whole rest of the episode. Yep. Which is good. As it because be. he deserves <laughs> for this to be on his mind for the rest of the episode. Um, but the next time we see him, and Felicity, they're breaking into Andre's room. They're actually using the lock picking tool that Sean has given him, and it works. Ben's Ben's the one using it. And when it works, they're both shocked. I mean, and I just right here, and and look, no judgment. I was the same way, but kids are stupid. They are doing the exact same thing. He is unlocking a lock. He is not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. is like, maybe we shouldn't do this. And he's like, we're not going to get caught. Mm-hmm. And she believes him. And they're walking in together. I'm like, you're stupid. Yeah. It's not a good call. No. So they break into Andre's room, poking around. And Ben opens up the closet. And he finds... The mother load of campaign gear from everybody's campaigns. <laughs> yeah. Like there it's equal opportunity. They've <laughs> stolen from everybody. Um yeah. and so that, they've discovered this. Darn Andre and Walter. Yeah. Well, we don't know how much Walter's been involved, but we assume he's maybe looked in the closet. Mm-hmm. That was my assumption. Fair enough. And they will unfortunately come back to the room at this point while Ben and Felicity are still in it. And yep. so we just see Andre's feet kind of moving through the room. Or Walters. Or Walters, one of them. I was guessing it was Andre because why not? Um, yeah, and they, uh, and you're just thinking to yourself, where have Ben and Felicity hidden? Mm-hmm. Did, th- did they hide in front of the bed? <laughs> yeah, it definitely didn't seem like they fit under it. Okay. I, there's no way, because the way they're positioned, it's like Ben is kind of on top of Felicity. Uh-huh. And there's no way the two of them like fit in that position. Like they're both on their sides. He's like yeah. kind of spooning her, but he's up a little higher. Yeah. And I feel like, <laughs> I was like, what it is this camera angle? Like, because they they obviously there was a problem with trying to fit them under the bed and get a camera shot of them and do yeah. all those things but they wanted to make it seem like they were sort of under the bed so yeah. they put them in front of the bed and yes. put the camera in such a way that you could see the bed frame that they were obviously in front of the bed so yeah. i'm assuming they were just like on whatever side of the bed was opposite from the door what? and they were <laughs> Andre. How is that even but like thing? clearly Andre walks right past them to get <laughs> his like card for his meal. There's two giant like there's a giant lump of people right there. <laughs> like I don't it's, I don't uh, yeah. You could either say like it's look <laughs> is it a moment is it a great moment of camera trickery? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know what they were going for? We get the idea. Yeah. Like imagine if you will, that these two people are actually under this bed that they're Mm -hmm. in front of and can't be seen when they can clearly be seen (laughs) from any vantage point in the room. Yes. My God. Uh, Uh, That was, that was so funny. Unintentionally funny. funny. I 
I feel like <laughs> how did how is that what they came up with fish? You know, it was a nice shot from yeah. the sense of like I I could like feel Ben's breath on her neck. And I was just yeah. like they're touching, they're holding each like okay, oh my great. God. But um, like also why this this is starting to bug me like why do they need like all this adrenaline you know it's mm -hmm. like all the stuff they're doing has to be like weird and like on dirty college room floors or like ripping campaign posters off or breaking into pools like why can't you just go on a date like figure it out fish they don't get it <laughs> <laughs> felicity can't do that because she is trying to be in denial okay so she can't go on a date she needs to have there was so much physical touch between ben oh, and felicity in this episode so much um it's including the scene that you noticed where you know the the sequence where felicity physically pulls ben away from the poster and then ben mm -hmm. like bear hugs felicity yep. and brings her away and she's like as they're both giggling yeah, yeah there was and then you have something like this there's just so much physical touch between them here and mm -hmm. come on guys i mean and then it's so tough felicity had because... her moment of realization at the dance she's right. not unaware okay she's not She's no. into it now. She's she's on par. She's seeing what's happening. She's having fun and she's getting into it. But it was such a tough transition to go from the two of them, you know, hugging each other in front of a bed and <laughs> then immediately go to Felicity and Greg. It is. And just before we do that, I just want to say our complaints about this shot in front of the bed are probably equally nitpicky as the quickest beat down <laughs> on the cleanest street in all of new york thing which i that continue we went on. to love yeah we continue to love that so guys this is a new one that we can add to that list <laughs> quickest beat down cleanest street hugging in front of a bed hiding in front of a bed hugging hiding in front of a bed <laughs> right, like... repeated blue bike helmets for no reason <laughs> at all and dear sally tapes to a dead woman yeah Good there's stuff. lots of things that We've we like some things going on here yeah mm -hmm. yeah so you're saying it was a tough transition for you to go it was from a tough that. transition to like okay. see them like on top of each other mm -hmm. and then felicity earnestly walking in with like on a high horse you know saying okay first of all i did a horrible thing but here's the thing i was right Bro like broke into Andre's room and you know all the stuff is there mm -hmm. and I just am coming here to tell you because I believe you that you don't know about this I'm coming here to tell you that your campaign manager isn't being honest so not only has she just like had she she like still smells like Ben She's walking in to see Greg to say, I broke into your campaign manager's room. And on top of that, she's saying, and I did it for your own good. So I just want to put a finer point on this. This transition was difficult for you because 
you thought Felicity was being a hypocrite? Like what was, what was the, I felt so bad for Greg at that moment. Okay. I was like, this is, I mean, it was rough for Greg and it did not make Felicity look good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not going to get better for him in this nope. scene because this is like the second worst thing he's heard today. Um, mm-hmm. And not even close to the first worst because he, what she just interrupted was him looking at a flyer, <laughs> which he then is like, well, this just isn't my day, is it? And he holds up this flyer for her to read. And it says among, you know, whatever other things, the headline is Greg Stenson arrested for possessing drugs. Yep. Whoa. With a big picture of his face. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, like, I don't know specifically where he got this from, and it doesn't even matter because my it's assumption is that everywhere. this is everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are holding it around campus. We'll see later. Like, it's everywhere. I mean, Richard has gone out and used his trusty staple gun, and he has plastered it all over the school. Yeah. Because that's and, what he does um, with flyers. You know, well, okay. I mean, there's two directions we can go here. I think for one thing, let's just say what happened in this scene. So Felicity has, I think, an appropriate level of, of shock, sh- shock, um, like feeling passion. I mean, like yeah. I, she, she's like, I just, I want you to know, like, I didn't say anything to anyone, mm-hmm. which is true. And Greg's like, we both know who did this. And Felicity's like, no, that's not Ben. Greg's like, mm-hmm. it could only have been him. And Felicity's like, it's, but it's not, it's not him. I know, I know Ben. This we isn't Ben. Never go that far. And Greg's like, well, you know, I had to face the truth about my campaign campaign manager, and you might just have to too. And so that's kind of where this plays out. But I think not to bury the lead, like what a crappy thing to happen to Greg here. Yeah. I mean, whatever the support system was, like if he's going to meetings, like whatever's happening, this is needed to leave that room and go directly to an NA meeting. Yeah. Like this is, this is, um, recovery compromising stuff. Yeah. And I don't, no, if we're f- the, the show's really they're, they're not putting any attention on that because that's not yeah. a story but like ooh, this is um felicity should actually be pretty worried about greg here yeah absolutely um i can't even imagine this isn't just embarrassing no you know it's like it's traumatic and it's it, it could affect the rest of his whole life. It's opportunity breaking. Does a trustee find it? Like, was was this information disclosed when he got the health center job? Probably. Yeah, I think, he, didn't he say it was? I'm Probably sure had to be. Was. But then when the press gets out about that, like, do the trustees still yeah. feel comfortable for him? Does the administration still feel comfortable for him to be the face of the health center? What He's, about his recommendations to med school? Yeah, like, I mean, this is... This isn't just embarrassing. This is for a guy who appears to have been working very hard to turn his life around. And I might argue is taking on far too much (laughs) for any undergrad. Um, 
this is the opposite of everything he's been trying to do to clean up his act. And so it's just like, I know we're not looking at this story from his point of view, but can we all just have a moment of silence for Greg here? Because it's like, ugh. Yeah. I mean, I the, whole so scene was, the whole scene was rough. It was really rough. And I think, I don't know. I think Felicity, um, understands the gravity of it but like this also this this cross purpose of having to defend ben does not help like if anything if if it were me in that situation i would like to think and this is not the story they're telling in the show but if it were me in the situation i'd like to think can we put that aside for a second and check in on you (laughs) like what do you need um I know that's not where they're trying to take this, but again, this is another example of like Felicity has never asked a probing question about this topic to Greg. So they're not going to have her start right now, but man. Yeah. <sighs> and then so. we're just going to keep going down this road. It's like, so now it's out. Mm-hmm. And Ben and Sean are sitting in their apartment. What a choice! And yeah, this was. again, why? Why are you asking Sean <laughs> yeah. for advice? Like, not only like does he give you bad advice in the past, he doesn't even give you real advice here. This is the weirdest scene of so many weird scenes we will see on this show (laughs) but it's just flat out weird and i wonder if it should be weird but um it's funny but should it be funny so ben and sean are in the loft sean through almost the whole scene is wearing so somewhere (laughs) in his box of spy stuff that he had unearthed for that prior conversation he found his russian spy gear his his (laughs) the, the the one that you the helmet you put on your head and so it's he's wearing like, um, ridiculous looking like helmet. binoculars. Yes, it's yeah. like a helmet with mini binoculars that come down in front of his eyes. Mm-hmm. And like just sitting around. on his head like that's a normal thing for this whole conversation, which Ben is trying to have a serious conversation. He's he he's feeling horrible about what he just did. He's like, I'm an idiot. I did uh-huh. the wrong thing. I should tell Felicity. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Sean is turning to him and trying to give him, you know, his version of good advice, which is do not tell Felicity. Your relationship right now is a delicate flower. And if you tell her, it is like stepping on that delicate flower. And I just, I, for anyone who has seen Jane the Virgin, I can't get this out of my head. Um, there's this uh, so her her grandmother is like really religious jane's grandmother Mm -hmm. and she has this conversation with jane when she's very young where she takes this beautiful white flower and she's like isn't it so pretty and then she crushes it in her hand Mm -hmm. in front of jane and like opens her hand up again and there's this crushed mangled flower and she's like this is what happens when you have sex. Mm-hmm. You can never make the flower beautiful again. Okay. And then Jane like puts it up on her wall. 
wow. like has this like desiccated flower on her wall. It's it's rough, but it made me think of this because, you know, Sean is saying, "Look, you're you're starting to have this little relationship. You're gonna ruin it." Like, think about all the work I did in the last episode and documentary in this yeah. documentary to try to bring you two together, Ben. Think about me. And, um, yeah. yeah. Well, but on the other hand, maybe you should tell her because what if she finds out? It's better that you tell her, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sean, Sean is not sure what he thinks and yeah. Ben is really not sure what he thinks. So, you know, Ben's like, oh my God, take that off your head. I can't take yeah, you focus. seriously. Yeah. Actually, it's better with it on. Put it back <laughs> oh my, on. <laughs> you, you look more stupid with it off. Yeah. Just put the Russian flag back on your head. Um, so the thing, the thing about this is that like, and this is not the first time we've seen Ben approach Sean with this need for information. Like Ben is in this conversation ready to be coached out of his problem. Like he's yeah. came to Sean wanting, really wanting Sean's, not only his advice, but he's going to follow Sean's advice. Like that is his move. It's like, if you tell me that's what I have to do to get out of this, I will trust it. And so he's hanging on to Sean's every single word, but Sean keeps going back and forth. He's like, don't step on the flower. Wait, 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 no, no, no. Uh, okay, wait, no. So you have to tell her because nope, no, 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 you don't want to tell her. Nope. And Ben is just like, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> He like gets up and he's just like bolting from the room and Sean like screams after him. You're not going to step on the flower, right? Don't step on the flower, Ben. I just, um, this scene, it's funny and it's cute and it's, and it's, um, Sean and Ben's relationship now. And I think that they've gotten to a really fun place as roommates and as, friends and i don't know if it fits for where we are here because ben just did this really bad thing and it's about felicity but it's actually about greg <laughs> like <laughs> you know like it's the thing he feels bad about yeah he's worried how it's going to impact his relationship with felicity mm-hmm. but I think what his conscience is telling him is that this was a bad thing to do right. to another human. But he doesn't say here, like, I, I'm an idiot. I did this terrible thing. I should go apologize to Greg. Yeah. That's not his Felicity. conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> so this whole conversation is about his relationship with Felicity. And right now that should be neither here nor there. Um, but it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't take it so much that he was going to end up taking Sean's advice. Um, like, we'll see. Like, they happen to end on the same note, but I didn't really believe he was going to tell her. This reminded me, like, in in terms of the way that Ben was listening to Sean, this reminded me of when he approached Sean about Maggie, mm-hmm. when he was really thinking about just, like, I can't, right? She's married. I can't. She's, she's married. I can't do this. Right. Like when he finds know. out for sure she's married and he wants to talk with Sean about it. And Sean is so obsessed over Julie. Yeah, and can't even he focus. can't. And the, the way that Ben sounded in that conversation sounded very much like the way he sounded here to me, where it was like, Sean, I, I absolutely have to, like, I'm not, I cannot leave here without your input, please. And um, Sean is just a mess. 
in a different Sean way. does not, I think, help him. No. Um, at all. Because the next scene that we see them in goes straight to, you know, Ben staring at this sign mm-hmm. of Greg that is he is directly responsible for. Yeah. And Felicity walking up and asking him to his face to you know just asking him straight up did you do this like did you tell anyone and him with what i considered speed of light automatic reaction mm-hmm. just lying to her face nope yeah Mm-mm. didn't do it wasn't me oh bad um yeah so that happens yeah He's then we're like, gonna head to the debate well it was a, a debate or yeah. was this another round of speeches? Um, I think it's a debate. I mean, they're definitely like cutting in on each other, sort of a yeah. town hall kind of thing. Okay. So uh, it's another forum where like everybody at school is meant to be able to hear these candidates speak. Everyone at school and Javier. Javier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Javier. He's, so proud. he's so proud of Felicity. Yeah. He's, he's excited about what she's doing. Yeah. Um, yeah Papa. So a guy in the crowd who i feel like i've seen in a lot of other stuff but i don't know his name and i don't know how to look him up um (laughs) is this the guy who comes to the mic or the guy who's sitting down the guy who's well the guy who's asking greg about the guy who stands up okay um because the other guy was the guy from the uh, revolutions episode maybe if we're thinking about the same people um well, I was going to ask, I, I sometimes have a very difficult time telling like accents, but I feel like the guy who was sitting down had a British accent. Am I insane there? Might've been. It was definitely an accent. Um, and it was the guy who was the long haired guy from yeah. the protest. But okay. the guy who stands up is a different person that I feel like I've seen in a lot of things. And he, wait, you think that was the guy from the protest? The guy sitting down. Yeah. Yeah. The guy who said, did you sell or just use? Yeah. Maybe he had um, his hair down this time, so he looked different. Yeah, no, it was the same guy. There was some continuity there. Um, but the guy who's, so a guy stands up and he's like, I want to ask Greg a question. Greg's like, oh, okay. And you just kind of know Greg's probably like, oh my God. I mean, he must When have and prepped. how is it going to come up? Not if, yeah. you know. He like, must have prepped for this. Sort of, but he's just sort of deer in headlights for all of this, you know. Uh, how can you prep? I don't know. Um, oh, you can prep. You, I think he prepped. You, you can prep and you can have a statement. But I, for me, what I saw in Greg through this whole thing was like deer in headlights. Um, like he might have had a statement, but it was a lot of other people coming to his his rescue. So, like I, he, the guys like saw the flyers. Greg, is it true? And Greg's like, well, you know yes and have come a long way like i'm you know he's he's trying to focus on you can see that his mindset is i i want to acknowledge it and move the focus to you know what i'm trying to do now and that's his that's his move but then the crowd kind of doesn't let that happen and long-haired guy who's sitting is like did you sell or did you just use and that question seemed like it really caught greg off guard He's yeah. like, how, it, it was like a, how could you even like ask that? And he said, I just used. And yeah. um, he's definitely being ambushed here. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't know exactly what was going on in his head because he says a couple of things. He says, you know, what I did was indefensible Mm -hmm. and he thinks he should have been more upfront about it. But honestly, it's none of their business. Yeah, I don't think he should have been upfront about it. I I definitely see the person I called random British guy um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) ambushing him. And, and I think he probably did have, you know, something prepared before, you know, for the, the basic question of like, talk about this. He's mm-hmm. like, yes, it's true. You know, da, 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 da. And, but he does have a number of people coming to his, his defense. <laughs> Some more effectively than others. Let's be honest. Yes. Megan, sure. not so effective. But passionate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who here hasn't been caught possessing drugs and gone to jail? You know, it's just yeah. like she's got this like little crazy, like frenzied hair going on, and she's just like, "Come on, we've all had this happen." Tear for Greg Stenson. Yep. <laughs> oh, Megan. Um, that was perhaps not as helpful. Maybe not. But Felicity does speak on his behalf in a way that I thought was about as effective as it could be where she's like, look, we've all, you know, we've all done things wrong. Greg did a thing. Wasn't a good thing, but you know, we're trying to vote here for the person who's going to make the best president, not for the person who's made the least, the least mistakes. And she makes a point to say like, whoever put up those flyers crossed the line. Yeah. She's like, who here hasn't made a mistake to which Richard raises his hand. It's mm-hmm. like, I've Except never made a mistake. He just did by putting up the flyers. Apparently not. <laughs> I mean, do we have any bad consequences for Richard here? I mean, Rich, how, Richard is the biggest rule breaker of all rule breakers that we've seen yeah. throughout his entire freshman year. Um, yeah. I don't feel like his moral compass is, is always pointing North Yeah, or in existence. Um, so yeah, Richard's just Richard Mm -hmm. and, you know, crime and punishment, uh, the moral of that story does not apply to him. Um, Mm -hmm. I believe the term is sociopath, (laughs) but he's real fun. Yeah. (laughs) And he's going to give you free pizza. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pause down there for a note from an optimist. Okay. Free pizza right i can't think of a thing to be more optimistic about than free pizza that's it look i'm this is a message from your favorite italian on this (laughs) podcast um hey pizza is no joke it is a food that so many of us love some people are lactose intolerant but you've got options too and you know what pizza you know, free pizza Fridays for every single person in student union <laughs> is a bananas platform. <laughs> it would be so extensive over time. Uh, I'm not sure that it's necessary, but I love it. I love it nonetheless. And this Italian approves. Okay. So free pizza 100% Fridays. Italian approved. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. I mean... I really, I mean, I can't argue with that. Pizza is, is amazing. Um, 
and and Richard will come back to this later, talking about it's all about the not tagline, what slogan? No, slogan. it's all about the yeah, yeah. It's all about the slogan, the mm-hmm. free, free pizza Fridays, and I think he's right because uh, when I was a junior, the guy who ran and won for class president my my junior year he was a senior and so he ran for for like i don't know president the whole president like Mm -hmm. president of the whole student council Mm -hmm. and his platform was and i quote which i remember to this day had it all over the school on posters this was his platform quote who's your daddy okay that was his platform (laughs) (laughs) and he won (laughs) it's you (laughs) wow so you know just so about the slogan yeah um mm -hmm. well okay so this happened very publicly Mm -hmm. and as much as Felicity tried to sort of, well, she spoke up for Greg. She tried to, to whatever degree, come to his rescue. Because to be honest, by that point, after the question about whether he sold or just used, he was so like speechless. Yeah. That what her jumping in was the best thing anybody could have said, including better than anything he could have said for himself in that moment. But how do you get up the next it- day? Yeah, why is it that she's always good at speaking? Like, she spoke for Layla. She's speaking here. But when she has to do it, like, herself, she just, like, falls apart. Yeah, I don't know if that'll remain consistent forever. Uh, Like, I I don't know. if I I feel like the... I feel like what they were trying to do in Revolutions was the inconsistency because they wanted Julie to speak somehow. Um, Okay. And I think when when she spoke for Layla, they tried to... They tried to make her sound shaky and nervous to start with before she got confidence, I think as a bridge, but I don't know, to me that her nerves around, I mean, I think it would be nerve wracking to speak on live TV, but I also think that she, it didn't seem to make sense that she was so nervous when we had never really seen evidence of that before that I can remember. I don't know. Um, but she's going to voice over uh, real well. To Sally. Uh, <laughs> to Sally. Sally tape. <laughs> well, uh, the tape. She's definitely voicing over to Sally. Tapeless. Um, and saying, you know, Greg was really brave. He, you know, he put it behind him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we're just going to move on into this, this new party which seems to be the results party. Yeah, it's and... the Epstein bar general every candidate party. Yeah, I know. Uh, no all candidates parties. are here. Everybody yep. who in any way is interested in this election is here and they're going to usher yep. out the last president yep. before they announce to all of the waiting candidates who won this time. Mm-hmm. I wonder, is this how they would have had to do it when... Was there any other way to do this at that time? I mean, 
the email was a thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, school-wide email. And yeah. then you get that, and then you could have your separate parties. But it's nice. They're all in one spot. We like it. It's fine. Yeah. The, the new or the outgoing president says she's going to Harvard, to which Richard makes this, like, really weird and judgmental face, which I thought was odd. <laughs> all right. Uh, you know, you know how it is. Well, so then, you know, they've got this tight shot on Felicity and Greg standing together as this person is announcing the campaign results and they're co-presidents. Yep. There's a and, tie. Oh my gosh. Could Felicity Amazing. and Greg both be president? Nope. No. Neither of them are going to be president. <laughs> but you know who is? Carol Nanning and Richard Code. Richard. Yeah. I I knew as soon as he started running, I was like, he's going to win. Yeah. He's so going to win this. Yeah. And Richard being Richard is pissed. He's like, what is the point of this party? <laughs> it was meant to be a victory party Boy. so that I could <laughs> you know, smash it in all your faces and rub it in all your faces that I won. Uh-huh. And we like co-won yeah it's awkward not how he envisioned his victory um but anyway that's his reality that he's gonna have to deal with and so (laughs) meanwhile we're watching greg and felicity standing next to each other and it's just like what do we do right now greg's like just just stand here and smile just yeah trying to figure out how to be a gracious loser yeah so yeah just given yes, he is. he's giving her good advice mm-hmm. you know, just smile yeah. don't go punch richard in the face even though it's what you want to do so mm-hmm. badly yeah and then greg's like i'll just let's just change the topic mm-hmm. what do you think about uh i mean i know i sort of teased at it earlier and i kind of like just, just dropped the suggestion but I and then you- totally undermine myself mm-hmm. that yeah. i'm gonna try not to undermine myself like, would you go away with me for the weekend? Like, she's thought about it. Yeah. She's, she's thought about it. And she's like, yeah, you know, too soon. Remember when we said too soon? Like, too soon. Let's just, let's have dinner in town. Let's start there. Even though they've already started there. That's not a start. That's a continuation. Okay. They're, but, they're, you know, look. <laughs> They're gonna just keep it a little slower. Mm-hmm. Slow it down. Yeah. So I say we just brief. We'll mention this scene from another angle in a minute. Um, but Julie and Noel are sitting at a table in that very same Epstein bar, and Felicity comes up to them, and she's she asks where Ben is. And Julie's like, oh, I think he's at home. He wasn't feeling well. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, feeling well. <laughs> yeah, he's Ben had other things to do besides being in a room with Greg, knowing what he just did. Um, and then Felicity thanks Noel for his help, mm-hmm. which is nice. And um, in fact, I think Noel designed all her campaign posters, which we see a, a shot of in one of his scenes. So he's, he did a lot mm-hmm. for Felicity here. But Felicity is going to go from this conversation to a conversation with her fellow candidate, 
and now the new co-president, Richard. A very revealing. Yeah, less of a conversation. More More of just Richard (laughs) speaking at Felicity. Yeah, I can't stop. Just spilling all the beans. Like there were beans he had and he has, he's just spilling them over and over and over. Yeah. Cans and cans of beans. So many. Yeah. And his, his move here is like, you know, it's all about the slogan. It's all about the slogan. I would like to thank free pizza Fridays. Oh, but also, also Ben. Yeah. For being the leak. (laughs) (laughs) Like for giving me the information about Greg. He did it at just the right time, in just the right way, in all the wonderful Ben ways. And Felicity's like, <sighs> yeah, Felicity can't even speak. And again, zero consequences for Richard here. Like, yes. <laughs> he doesn't even seem to be thinking about the fact that Richard was the one who actually put Greg's face on a poster and then put it all over school. Mm-hmm. No, nothing to do with Richard. Yeah. He is a non-entity He's once he gives her this information. chaos here and um, in so many ways. And so now he, he continues talking, yeah, not noticing gone. that Felicity has <laughs> become pissed and that she has now left. Yeah. And, and he gets another girl to walk up to him and he's like, let's try this again. It's all about the slogan. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I thought Felicity was going to go confront Ben. That, it, that was the move. I really thought that was where she was going. Okay. It's not. It's not where she went. She makes a beeline for Greg, still in the same room. And she says, you know what? I thought about it and I do want to go away for the weekend. Let's get out of here. Yeah, He's like, She has a frenzied face. Yeah. She's like, I have to get out of here. And Greg is rightfully suspicious. He has a... Yes what just happened between two seconds ago when you rejected me and now when you're saying yes, he has yes. this look on his face. Like, I don't get it. Well, he, he says to her, what's <laughs> going on? Yeah. He doesn't say yes. He doesn't, he's like, what's going on? And Felicity's just like, well, well, we deserve a vacation. Mm-hmm. I mean, he and agrees. He's going to like, why is he not going to agree here? But like, Hmm. What happened there? Get, yeah, exactly. He's like, something is going on here. I yeah. don't know what, but she's saying yes. So maybe I should shut my mouth. Yeah. Wise man that Greg. Oh boy. So the person who's going to try to find the other one is actually going to be Ben. Ben is now going to knock on Felicity's door. Yeah. Where does he think she is? So. Like- I think the move was that they were going to drive to Rhinebeck the next morning. So I think Ben uh, has this is the next day. This is the next day. Got it. Um, so he just like spent all that time thinking to himself. Thinking, he's yeah. got to be like going nuts. Yeah, he's probably going nuts. I think they he spent all night by himself thinking about this, which gave Felicity and Greg enough time to prep for their trip. And now they've hit the road. It's daylight when they're driving. So yeah. I'm ben, guessing Sean was again no help. Yeah. So Ben knocks on Felicity's door. Again, we presume this is the next morning as they've just started to drive. And he knocks on the door. He's like, Felicity. He hears a noise. Yeah. From the inside. So now he's trying to coax Felicity into opening this door. Just give me five minutes. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, Felicity, I want to talk to you. Just give me five minutes. And after a little while, 
Megan answers the door, pretty annoyed. Yeah. She's like, Felicity's not here. How many times I, I have said this for anyone ever looking for Felicity? Anyone. She's never here. Yeah. She has gone away with Greg. I mean, I had a hat, I brought balloons, <laughs> and then she is going off. You know what? They're probably having sex right now. Yeah. Ben does not want to hear that. Ben doesn't want to hear any of this. But I'm really enjoying the consistent way they're having these two characters interact with each other. Because Megan answers the door, obviously very annoyed. And she's like, why are you at this door? (laughs) And Ben's like, whoa, whoa. (laughs) You're not Felicity. It's like... You said, yeah, like I knocked on the door. I said, Felicity, you said, yeah. She's like, didn't say, yeah. I said, wah. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's just like, they've got this cadence with these two, like in the scene where Ben sort of jokingly and insultingly invited her to the paint party. And he was like, lots of paint to sniff. (laughs) (laughs) She, it's just, they have this weird uh like banter style yeah it's like a brother sister like all those <laughs> things it's weird now um yeah. i think megan has grudgingly accepted that this is the future <laughs> people are gonna keep banging well, maybe on the door hopes it's the future so that that means greg's not in felicity's picture anymore i don't know um or greg's not in felicity's no never mind yeah well he should that's because then she can have him right like right. she would if if ben is to be then greg is not to be and megan yes. can have him so it's like maybe i just need to like live with this and ben obviously megan's a necessary evil if you're in his position <laughs> so they just sort of like despise each other or they're like they're like g- disturbed by each other but they accept that they have to be um, I don't feel like Ben despises Megan. I mean, he despises Greg. Megan, he's just a little annoyed with. Yeah. It is kind of like a a little sister tantrum. Like type I put thing. up with you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like they were and he's each like, other. look. Yeah. He's like, look, Megan. But I'm secretly I don't feeling. Care. Yeah. He's he's just like, look, Megan, I don't I can't deal with you right now. Just where'd she go? Just tell me where she went. Where did she go? And Megan grudgingly says that, that they've gone off to a little B&B in Rhinebeck. Yeah. And and apologies to Melissa. She would like to vomit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then we're going to cut to Felicity and Greg actually driving to said B&B. And here I have to say again, great song for this scene. It was this really like melancholy song that was talking about like letting me go and i thought it was i mean it was just perfect for this scene yeah okay because you've got the two of them in a car together it's greg and felicity and they're heading up to this b and b out of town and she is slumped over on the side of the door, like leaning her head against the window. She is not excited, you know, she's not anything. And 
she just kind of looks over to Greg and is like, you were right about Ben. Ben did it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's true. It's like she has physically escaped the situation, but it, she took it with her because it's all in her brain, you know? So it's well, like, there's no she, getting away from this. I honestly think she's heartbroken. She mm-hmm. had this whole thing going on with Ben even though she's dating someone else, let's all remember that. Mm-hmm. But I think she's heartbroken. She's like, you know, I was feeling the possibility again with mm-hmm. Ben, and he has a hundred percent let me down. Yeah. And I don't know how I'm feeling about Greg in this scene. Um, okay. Why don't you tell me how you're feeling about Greg? Well, let's talk about what Greg actually does. So he she drops this on him but honestly he already knew so like he had come to this conclusion in the first scene where he told her it could only be Ben. um but he can see how it's affected her in the way that she's delivering this and he's like yeah you know what you know what let's just forget about ben let's just this is we're getting away this is this is our trip this is uh you know like he's like let's shake this off and move forward and i guess if that's what you see in this scene um i think he wants to put this away right now i think he needs i don't know what he'll i don't know what he's thinking will happen when he gets back from ryan back not only with ben but with every single person in the entire school (laughs) and like his health center job like i i think he's saying i'm putting it on pause so I can take a deep breath and be away for this weekend. And I think he's a little bit in denial here about, I think he's a lot in denial here about the way Felicity's reacting to this. And he probably should be more concerned about how hard this is hitting her. And I think she is still not asking him how he's doing. <laughs> and yeah. All of these things should be major red flags for him. But he is saying, I'm putting this whole fiasco on pause because we can at least have a nice however many days in Rhinebeck and or one night or however long. And when we go back, we'll deal with the like whatever the aftermath is of all this. Um, that's my that's my thought. I think it's a um a almost impossible to execute strategy like i don't know how you could have all this happen and then just like put it away for a couple days um but i thought you know it had he like had he pulled like a you turn like off the cliff uh try to like turn around and drive straight to ben's place to beat him up i feel like that wouldn't have looked good (laughs) like i I think I'm glad that he continued heading the trajectory that he was on to Rhinebeck. But I don't feel great about where Greg's at right now. <laughs> what what did you feel about all this? Did you see the same stuff? I mean, I can see that. I I guess what hit me initially is he's he's known about this connection that Ben and Felicity have. And he's becoming, you know, it's coming up more and more and more. And 
And I do think, you know, he sees her not excited about this weekend. He'd already said what's going on at the party, right? Mm -hmm. And and Felicity in her panicked way was like, we got to get out of here. Um, and I just, you know, I, he's saying forget about Ben. Let's just, you know, not talk about it. But I think he, I think he knows at this point that. She's not going to forget about Ben. Yeah, that she is like heartbroken by this guy. Like this is the this is the girl he's taking. This is the <laughs> this is the position she is in right mm -hmm. yeah and the fact that you know going out of town i mean it does mean sex you know mm -hmm. they're this you know they it seems like they have not had sex yet and i don't i don't know how i'm feeling about that both for him and for her because the last thing I think he needs right now is to get more involved in this relationship. Mm -hmm. And, and he'd be doing it with someone who is into another guy or is now what trying to get over another guy. Yeah. Um, I just the whole it seems like a really bad idea yeah. for them to be going away. Um, but the, he's also had this whole macho thing going with Ben. Mm -hmm. And so I'm also kind of like, is he somewhere in the back of his head, like hoping to kind of literally stick it to Felicity and Ben through that? Um, I don't think so. I, I think that, well, look, hey, listeners probably listeners i know you hate greg so you have probably <laughs> a scathing review of greg and the worst possible interpretations i think that greg is trying to hold on to some semblance of his world like things are really shaken up for him right now in every arena <laughs> like i wouldn't want to be in town i, I, I can see why he would i can see why he would want to flee i don't know if i feel like he uh maybe I think it's a flight reflex to some degree with him. He's maybe it's such a strong flight reflex at this moment that even though things are not looking like they're headed in the right direction with Felicity based on everything that he's been seeing, he just still needs to get away. Like, yeah, that's the thing. I just don't understand why he didn't go by himself or go with a friend he really should have gone with a friend or his sponsor um well we've never met the only person we've ever met in his world is andre yeah right? andre I, does I mean, not seem he, like the guy you go to a rhinebeck bnb yeah. with <laughs> no but he didn't have to go on this trip this is, right like you're saying like he could have gone out of town yeah. it could have been off camera yeah but like the two of them that's uh, the problem with the fact that they just haven't built out his world at all for us. Like he had nobody else for us to like think that he would go with. Maybe he would have gone on his own. I don't know. Um, it didn't seem like he was headed in that direction, but we also don't get a lot of time to think about what he would have done. Well, he's I, probably, he would have stuck around because they were going to have dinner in town. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So and I don't I know. It I think to be that weekend. I think. I think that his eyes have been somewhat open to the Felicity and Ben dynamic, or at least to Ben's pursuit of Felicity. 
this whole time, or at least that Ben is hanging around too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Felicity has consistently been like, Ben's not a thing. Ben's not a factor. Not That's not a thing. And I don't know if he fully believes that or if he ever has. I'm not sure. Um, but this has been an issue from day one. Yeah. For From the moment he met Felicity, he met Ben. So it's yeah. sort of like, I don't know, at a certain point, I do think it's piling up. Um, I just don't see how he he doesn't see the connection between her saying you were right about Ben, her like body language, her like panic to get out of there, you know, like I, I just don't see how this hasn't added up for him, at least by this car ride. But even if it has, so if you're in the car, if she's, if she's, if you've gotten as far as you have in this car and he does, she drops this news on him and he does see the connection. Does he even want to deal with that right now? Can they just have a weekend where he can, can they put this on pause? I feel like this is a guy that wants to put things on pause for a moment because he's going to deal with holy hell when he gets back to campus, no matter what. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't know that he's necessarily super eager to turn the car around and go back to campus where every single person now knows yeah. the worst things he's ever done that he's been trying to reform himself from. So it would be one thing if that's not the situation he was going back to, but in this situation, it probably seems like this possible weekend in Rhinebeck is better than that. You know, like it's, yeah some maybe this some is like uh get two rooms or like have two beds or somebody sleep on the couch maybe this just doesn't seem like the right moment to take a new step in your relationship yeah well and also can i ask wtf with ben okay so we close this episode ben is at the train station and he says like a ticket to rhinebeck um yeah, again, WTF, Ben. Mm-hmm. I have literally no clue how he's going to figure out what Ben breakfast they're at. Well, yeah, that's one. I mean, I know that's not the only problem here, but I found myself, because I know I, I did ahead. wonder that. But when... I find myself wondering, like, if your source of information on this was Megan, who right. we saw what she said to you. She said, Ben breakfast, Rhinebeck. I yeah. imagine there's more than one Ben breakfast in Rhinebeck. So how I earth? assume, I don't know how big Rhinebeck is, but I am assuming he probably, you know, could call Called around bed and breakfast yeah. and said, tell me exactly who's staying at your bed and breakfast this no, he, weekend. He would say like, I, I have my friends, I'm trying to locate them and be under this guy's name. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Maybe that's um, what he did. That, but, that is a plausible explanation. Thank you, Fish, for <laughs> me, letting me get back to the meat of what's actually happening here. Um, but like, what is he thinking like he's just done this and and she is off at a bed and breakfast with another guy and you're buying a ticket to go stalk the two of them like i i I don't have anything other to say than the wtf ben this probably it's interesting to hear how you're reacting to this 
this probably would land totally differently if Ben hadn't just done the thing he did. Yeah. Right. But he did do that thing. (laughs) So he absolutely did. This is not exactly a romantic gesture. This is an uncalled for gesture. (laughs) Yeah, one that it's a lot. Really wouldn't be welcomed by both parties that you are going to see. Note there are two of them. I wonder, hey listeners, like when do you remember how you felt when you saw this or how you feel now when you see this? Um the do you feel did you feel like yeah ben or were you like leave her alone for a minute like what like where 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 did this land for you i'm curious how this came across uh for viewers i mean we know what they're i guess we know what they're intending they're trying to but i can't imagine this goes well for him I just have so many things I want to say, but I'm not because you're going to. Yeah. This episode, frankly, like if I look at this episode should be to be continued. Um, yeah, it felt like that. It, it it feels like that to me too. I don't know what makes them decide to make something a to be continued or, or not. I don't know if that changes like pay or like, I, I don't know what that actually means, but in terms of the story, we pick up shortly thereafter and everything that you're wondering about will be addressed. So mm. it's like, I I do, not that I know that putting the words to be continued on the screen would make you feel any less. Right, uh, it's still a cliffhanger. Yeah, it's it's Ish. definitely like you're, you're riled up and you still would be. But I wanted you to know that you're going to get everything addressed. And like, I think I saying to be so. continued. Yeah. Because I mean, if he asks for a ticket... And like the next scene is the guy at the ticket place saying like, sorry, we don't have any. And then he just goes back to school. (laughs) That would be be so (laughs) anticlimactic. No answers (laughs) whatsoever. Sorry, buddy. We're closed. We're going to be back on Monday though. We've discontinued that line. Um, Um, Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I don't, I mean, okay. So, I understand that we have a lot of people who are really into Ben. I also understand that I have been very critical of Noel and, and have, you know, I was like on the fence with Ben was like coming back and I was like, I don't know. I just can't trust him yet. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not helping. No, this way, by the help. way, this, this, <laughs> this, is, this is not, not helping. And here's the thing about it. So there's going to be stuff that happens. And I feel like Mary Berrigan might've even sort of had a similar point of view in, in the email that we had read last episode, there's stuff that they're going to do with Ben's character in junior year in particular, uh, maybe in senior year that uh, for me, I'm like, I don't really buy it. Like, I don't necessarily feel like that's, representative of what we know about Ben and sometimes that's stuff that people get really hung up on and I'm like I actually think that was bad writing and I don't I don't believe that he would do that in a story for the person they've constructed I do however about this in the future in the future in the future but not this this I believe I believe that he did this I believe that they I, I understand 
how they walked this character into taking this action. I also believe that he is very remorseful of it almost immediately. I believe all of that. So for me, this feels like, this feels like an accurate thing and just shame on him, you know? Um, So, so I, I think I do want you to throw this into the mix um, of your interpretation of Ben. There will be stuff in the future that it's like, that was crappy, but I just, it's that quandary of like, you know, somebody it's written into the show. So it's a thing, but is it, this is for me. Yeah. And, and for me, it's, it's a little like kind of what Felicity said when she, you know, broke into his file and she was Mm -hmm. like, I was insane. I was in love with you. And it's like, he's insane i mean part of this is just like he's lost it like he's just freaking lost it yeah and and he doesn't know what else to do i'm guessing like he can't just stay there on campus and like not get this off his chest but what could he possibly say when he gets there i mean i guess i'll find out next episode but like i can't even imagine you will indeed find out next episode yeah yeah Um, but it, I also understand, as you've said, many people hate Greg. And so, and I, I had a lot of people to choose from this episode. And this maybe isn't the best episode for the people who are listening to us, for us to debut the You're the Worst. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do it anyway. Do you want to <laughs> Do you want to throw that segment in here? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, should I, you're the worst. Hmm. Maybe that's our new. I'll workshop it. It's fine. Yeah, it'll be good. Well, why don't you do a few more? <laughs> just, just go ahead. Give, give people a, a few tastes. You want a few options? I'm gonna forget yeah. all of them. It's fine. You're the worst. Huh? Okay. Or you're the worst. <laughs> oh, that was the worst. That that was that was definitely the worst of the three. From can that um, be it though? old british lady you're uh, the worst i'll remember it okay yeah if you could if you could workshop it and just make it like a little more um what's the word i'm looking for uh like a little more judgmental you're the worst <laughs> no she can still be british oh we're really like Coming to the edges of my ability to do accents. <laughs> you get what you get, okay, fish? Right, <laughs> you can't fair. order this up like a custom pizza, right? <laughs> For free pizza Friday. Fine. Well, we'll keep uh, we'll keep working. We'll work on it. Yeah, fine. we haven't found um, it, but it's okay. Yeah. So yeah, this is the you're the worst segment, and Ben, you're the worst. I mean. You illegally obtained information about Greg and then was were actively seducing his girlfriend while she was running against him for president, then revealed information about his addiction history to the entire school via Richard. Then you convince Felicity to break the law again. You cost Greg 
potentially cost Greg the election and you helped Richard co-win, which is never a good thing. You lied directly to Felicity's face, not just on the spur of the moment, but after debating it with your roommate, Sean. Now you're going to run after her to keep her from sleeping with another guy, the guy she's dating, the guy you just told everybody all his personal information. And worst of all, maybe not worst of all, but like the stuff with Greg was really bad. But like for us, worst of all, you also broke Felicity's heart again. Ben, you are the worst. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Listeners. I just gotta, I gotta. I know this is know. a controversial start to our you're the worst segment. <laughs> <laughs> because we know, we get it. You love Ben. You hate mm-hmm. Greg. We hear you. But I think we'd all be a little hard pressed (laughs) not to acknowledge that what Ben did in this episode was a poopy thing to do (laughs) (laughs) um it breaks my heart I love Ben you know I don't want Ben to do stuff like this but he did it and it's on a per episode basis so it can change your behavior you know might be different next time yeah, I mean, that. had we been doing this several episodes again, it would have been Greg, you're the worst. But in this episode, mm-hmm. there this was, was a lot. I, I thought of this segment before I saw the episode. So, ah, and then yeah. it just slipped right in there. Well, I gotta right. say, um, I think, I mean, you can make a case for Richard being the worst, but I think Ben is like, this is the the biggest shift. Like you expected Richard <laughs> to be really bad. And I think this is a, a pivotal bad action. I mean, Richard ben. did do a bad thing, mm-hmm. but, but Ben did like the worst. Let's remember he he's also seducing his girlfriend. Yeah. He also broke into the file to get the information in the first place. He's also running off to try to break them up on their vacation to get away from him. And what he's done, like, he is, for this episode, he's the worst. Okay. But you know who's not the worst? Tracy. Okay. You want to do Elena Tracy stuff now? I feel like we need to. Let's do it. I need a little... No, the positive vibes in here. Well, this was, I've been telling you that they, they make it complicated. Yeah, they made this it complicated. is not where I thought they were going with this. Mm, yeah, I was curious. Well, let's, let's cover this and see what your reaction is. So we, the first thing that we're going to see with either of those characters is we are going to see at Nolena's apartment, um, Elena and Julie are having a conversation and Elena's trying to think about a cool date that she can do with Tracy. Cause they're getting, their relationship is starting to advance and no, um, she bit. wants like the big romantic one. So she's getting Julie's feedback and she's like, should we go to the top of the empire state building? And Julie being from Maine, she's like, you know what you should do? Should have a date right here with lobster and beer. 
And Lynn's that's, like, really? That's the sexiest date ever. Yeah, that's Lobster what she's suggesting. and beer. Yeah. And um, um, okay. she's, so still, she's still working on the wallpaper, by the way. Yeah. That's still a thing. That's still a thing indeed. Um, and also just yes to Elena with the braided buns. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay. Love it. Um, I did not love the fact that Elena and Tracy were kissing for like an hour and we didn't get to see any of it. Yeah. So they've had that. You you were asking in the last episode, like, have they had that milestone? Because we haven't seen them kiss. And apparently they have. It happened off screen. Yeah. And cool. they just recently had a date. But he didn't come up. Well, he was a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't going to ask him to come up. It's just... He also didn't ask to come up. So yeah. now she's in her head. Yeah. And Julie's like, don't, don't do that. Don't make this a problem. You've got like, a nice he's guy. He's respectful of you. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. And, uh, and this is the point where I went, oh my God, he's gay. Okay. That's yeah. the ride they took you on here. Okay. Yeah. I was yep. going to ask. So, so after Julie kind of like, lays that down she's like do not make his respect for you an issue and mm. so Lena's like okay well okay so you're saying lobster and beer huh she's mm. like is this pot big enough for two lobsters she was like yep it's perfect and mm. so julie's gonna take care of noel get him out of the apartment although i have two giant exclamation points after the word no well, I also want to reflect on the times of day that all this stuff is going to happen. Because when no- Julie is later going to take Noel out of the apartment to walk through a flower market during the day. Right daylight. Yeah. Was that useful? I don't, <laughs> I don't. I also don't know why he was with her at a flower market. Like, because you usually have to go really early to those things to get the best flowers. Also, why was she at a flower market holding like one tulip? Yeah. Um, so, but we'll get there in a minute. Let's see. Okay. So next time we see any of these people, (laughs) so Noel and Elena, Noel and Elena's place, Tracy and Elena are making out. Yes, they are. Finally. And that's what I wrote down. Finally. So I was like, well, why is he, he's still with the, and, but the gay, what? Okay, okay, so so now they've taken you on a total confusing ride here. Okay, so very confused at this point. They're making out. It looks like it's getting pretty hot and heavy. And then Tracy is about as discombobulated as we've ever seen him here. Yeah, he's like, "Ooh, gotta go." Yeah, total little flight reflex. Yeah, and Elena's trying to get some understanding of why this is happening, and he's like so panicked. <laughs> that he can't really put together anything that lines up. It's very clear he's just making up excuses. He attempts to lie, and he's so bad at it, which actually is really cute. But yeah, he's like, like, I gotta get up in the morning. Carol yeah. Anning, we're helping with posters. Yep. She's like, Aren't you voting for Felicity? He's like, But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was just very obvious. He's super uncomfortable. <laughs> he can't make a coherent sentence. All the blood from his brain has gone somewhere else, which again did not make sense with the gay thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I see Elena there and she just looks hurt. And yeah, she's a little angry. She's a little hurt. She's definitely confused. She's very confused. Like, why did this guy who's always been like the only thing we've ever seen about Tracy 
is him being confident and yeah. funny and cocky. And then there's this version of him, which doesn't really line up with anything we've ever seen. So she's like, who was that just now? Yeah, because he's, I mean, he's still in that, he jumps up, he's uncomfortable, he's lying, but he's still kind of trying to play it off. Mm-hmm. Like he's just sort of, like when he first jumps up, I see like, I saw her being hurt. I mean, yeah. you look around that room and you have roses and candles and music and she has just cooked lobster for him. Mm-hmm. And and she's looking good and they're on the couch and she just looks so hurt. Yeah. And he is trying to play it off, but then he does, he like gets serious for a second. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, but seriously, dinner was great. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's being really sincere. He's clearly holding something back. Yeah. And she can see that. And then she looks super confused. Cause she's like, and I also was super confused. Cause okay. I was like, okay, he's, he's into her. He's leaving but he's like being sincere like something's going on mm-hmm. so elena's going to speculate about what that thing is in the next scene where they're going to run into each other well tracy's seeking her out at the stairwell the stairwell um elena is now pissed yeah she's had time to think about this and she's As like I shame would on be. and Tracy's like, let's talk. And she's like, I'm having it out with you right here. <laughs> and he's like, can you not in the stairwell? Because I have to talk with you. And this is not where we're doing this. And yeah. it was far more composed than he was when he was panicked and leaving the room. Um, well, yeah, she's the one who's freaking out. She's like, she's pissed. She's counting to 10. And she just turns on him and she's like, you're breaking up with me. Like, I get it. Because, and she says, are you sleeping with Carol, like Carol Nanning, like the candidate, the one who was supposed to, like, theoretically cover story, be making posters for? He's like, no, sleeping with Carol. Now, if you're Tracy in this situation, and Fish, if you now know what you know by the end of the episode, her speculation that he's sleeping with Carol is cold, ice cold, not warm, not hot, cold. (laughs) Yeah, but he makes it very... Like he, he hits that. Like he said, he looks surprised that she would say that. And then he specifically says, no, I'm not sleeping with Carol Manning. Like he hits sleeping Mm -hmm. and it's like, are you doing something else with Carol Manning? Like what is going on? (laughs) Like, I don't understand. Yeah. So, so it sounds like on a first glance, this episode was written in a way that took you down the exact same ride that Elena was on. Uh, no, I thought he was gay. Okay. Well, okay. I, I mean, until later. And then I was like, I don't know what's going on okay. because he was like sincere. And uh, I don't think he's like cheating. Like I didn't, I honestly, I was like, I don't know. Like he could be an alien. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so next scene with them, we're going to go back to Nolena's and Tracy and Elena are having the talk that they were supposed to now have. And Tracy reveals that not only is he a virgin, Mm -hmm. but like he's super religious and he's not going to like, it's not just that it hasn't come up. It's that 
he's not going to have sex until he is married. Yep. And this, at first this confuses Lena because she's like, but didn't your parents have you before they got married? He's like, and none of us want me to make the same mistake. Yep. Which is an interesting very mature angle to look at that. (laughs) um, I mean, he says both of his parents are religious and it's mm -hmm. the way he was brought up, um, which Elena completely ignores and Mm -hmm. is like birth control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about the religion part? Yeah. Um, And yeah, she's very like flippant about this. She's like, no one waits for marriage. Like, I don't know anyone who's waiting for marriage. And he just kind of gives her a look and is like, well, yeah you do mm-hmm. um he said you know take your time with it yeah Don't she's think like, about I, it. I need to think about this for a mm-hmm. minute and uh but i will say the way he, the way that he delivered this i also found a little much so i didn't like how elena just like ignored his actual reasons and then was like really dismissive mm-hmm. of him as her first reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't like exactly how he delivered this. I mean, he he starts out good. You know, he's like, you were irresistible. Like, if I'd stayed, something would have happened. And she was like, yeah. And then he gets this kind of judgmental face when she's like, yeah, it was habit. Like, that's what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And he, he he does have this like really judgmental face for a moment. And like, I don't do then that. He, yeah. Then he like comes out and says it. He's like, he doesn't even want to say the word sex. Yeah. He's uncomfortable. It seems like he's uncomfortable saying the word sex. I don't do that. That yeah. sex. I don't do sex. Yeah. Um, but he it's... seems pretty judgmental about it. I think they end well where she's like, okay, let me take a step back. I need to think about it. And he's like, okay, you know, take your time. Like they end well, but, but neither of them have, he doesn't deliver it well and she doesn't take it well <laughs> like mm-hmm. at first, um, which probably is, is realistic. But well, definitely- and think about it. Like, her sex life has been relatively important to her. Like we haven't, we've met, we've seen her with Blair. But we also know she has been experienced before. Yeah. That's the thing. Like we haven't seen a lot of relationships with her, but we know she has experience. and And her experience has been purely sexual. Yeah. Right. For the most part. It's like she didn't want to get involved with all the feelings and stuff. And now she's doing that and she's getting involved with all the feelings and stuff. And she's like, you know, I mean, it's kind of funny that they put her in this position. Right. And that's what makes it really interesting because it's like, this is, they are in every other way so far, extremely compatible and really good match for each other. And in this way, they want the opposite thing. And there isn't really a compromise exactly to be made based on like how they, how we think they are when we're starting out this conflict. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it depends on what they decide is okay, I guess. Well, yeah. So 
Elena's going to think about it for, I don't know, overnight or however much time until they have their next scene. It took her a little while, but I mean, I will say she took her time Mm -hmm. getting ready for this, the second talk, like her hair, I gave an A plus Mm -hmm. her makeup with that eyeshadow, A plus outfit, A plus she is showing up looking killer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, you are not fair. Yeah. You show up looking like that. And he like can't even look at her. He's like must stare at pinball machine. Yeah. You so show up ha- looking like that to yeah. deliver this message? Yeah. Oh. And this is this is why this is such an interesting thing because she's going uh, despite the effort, she's going to say to him I've taken some time to think about this and I think let's be friends. That is not a let's be friends look. Well, it's not nothing about the rest of the scene is let's be friends, right? Because then he's like, okay, friends. She's like, friends, 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 like, friends, friends. And then they hug and then they kiss. Yeah. He's like, like you know, friends don't you've kiss made like up your mind. You've, mm-hmm. I'm not going to waste my time and energy trying to change your mind. Mm-hmm. And he just sort of turns to her and is like, friends. And she's like, yep, friends. And then they, they just keep getting closer and closer and closer. And he's, yeah, like she's not running away. I mean, he's not, look, he's been honest with her. She's been honest with him. And yet their tongues are touching. So I can't even imagine where this is going to end up. Right? Yeah, that's why. It's supposed to be complicated like this. Because the truth of the matter is that they're both just saying like they want something completely or need something completely different from this relationship. By her saying, let's be friends, she's saying, I'm not, that doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and yeah. it's not like this kiss changes that. So nope. what happens from here? Well, you're just going to have to keep Stay watching. tuned, I guess. Yeah. Um, they have. <laughs> that's why up- I said it depends on what they decide is okay. I mean, what does he mean by virgin? Well, we're going to just have to explore all the crevices of this (laughs) and figure out what this all means. That was dirty. What this gets them to. Yeah. So, okay. I think that's everything we saw with them. So Ruby and Noel are the only other thing here. And we don't get a lot necessarily with them, but we got some major milestones here. Um, Mm -hmm. We, the first time we see them, So Noel is, he has, he's using his computer. He's designing or working on the designs for Felicity's campaign posters. Ruby arrives. And I guess she just came back from Colorado from her trip to tell her parents that she's pregnant. So Noel's just getting the scoop because he hasn't heard about what's happened. He doesn't know how they reacted. And so he wants to hear about it. And Ruby's telling him, well, my Parents didn't react quite the way I would have thought. My mom totally shut down. My dad was really sweet. Um, My dad drank. mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, but then he was really sweet. But also was sweet. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And he's like, well, how did you tell him? She's like, well, I got off the plane, saw them. I was like, I'm pregnant. Um, (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Like, Probably at the airport, you know, or Probably. like pick up the pickup line for the car. I don't know. Um, and 
then he asks her about the father and she says you know ruby hasn't called him yet we find out that the father's name is wade sure wade from california yeah um and and the thing is like ruby's not planning to call him and at this moment noel doesn't really have any context for any of this who's like just kind of takes it at face value and they i guess i move think on. he looks concerned when okay. she says she doesn't plan to i think he looked concerned okay but then then but we don't really says, see more they don't really develop a lot more in this conversation um not about that mm-hmm. but i think it's very pointed that she then says i missed you mm-hmm. and he looks at her with these very like wide eyes almost like lost looking look which was very weird to me but he does not say it back to her okay all right so we are going to see noel next with julie at some sort of plant store during the day where julie is distracting him from tracy and elena's date maybe during the day i don't know um I, i don't know what's happening here but they're just hanging out they're comparing notes on whether they're sugar or salt people yeah they seem to agree sugar is the way forward mm-hmm. they talk about lick sticks they mm-hmm. uh you know they're just bonding over the silly things until they get to the big one <laughs> ruby comes up as yep. a topic mm-hmm. and julie is asking about this and i was like well she told her parents seems like that went pretty well um and then he, he says like Ruby hasn't called the father and Julie does have an opinion about this that she's going to articulate she has a she has a point of view on this that she's lived as the kid you know who's didn't have the luxury of the mother calling the father or telling the father um so Julie's like ah Ruby has to call the father it is not easy for a kid to look for their dad it is a huge burden. And like, the thing is, Noel is saying, well, when they get older, they can call the dad. And she's like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm here to tell you, that's not it. <laughs> like, You yeah. want another kid to go through what I'm going through right now? Um, so she has a pretty clear perspective that she articulates here and she's lived through it. And he seems pretty convinced. I mean, he, I sort of, put that he has a thinking face after he listens to her but you know he seems she's been through it it's kind of hard to argue with that right yeah i mean you can't really argue with julie's perspective because it's julie's life but it's it's like okay well how much of that does he bring back to ruby how much of that does he take on board and it does seem like he well he has a lot yeah, because then he has a, a, we see a conversation between Noel and Ruby where not only is Noel passing along that advice, but he is personalizing it too. Mm-hmm. And um, he, like we get the sense that they've been talking for a while. They're both sitting down. It looks like they've been there for a bit. And he's like, you know, I really do think that you got you to gotta tell Wade. Um, you're and she's like what and he's like well you're you're being selfish and she's like selfish i'm how could i be selfish here i'm not asking him to be involved and he's like yeah and you're cutting him out of the process just like you did with me and remind me am i missing something here because i kind of felt like 
she was specifically asking him what to do at certain points. And she told him all along the way and everything that he said was, it is all up to you. Like um, he said that multiple times. She, I would say when he's saying this, I interpreted that what he was referring to of, you mean like cutting him out of the process? Mm-hmm. I think the moment he's referring to is the fact that she decided she was not going to get an abortion. She yeah, decided he that. Said, on, yeah, but he said it's your decision. Like he so said it, many times. He said it after. Like, it, it, I, I feel like. He said it before she went, yeah. even went in for the appointment. He was like, look, I can't make this decision for you. And she was like, I want you to make this decision, <laughs> you know? But I'm, I'm thinking of, um, you know, a conversation they had back in his apartment where she's like, uh, maybe the conversation where she had just booked a prenatal appointment and she's like, well, what do you think? And he's like, I, I feel like I don't want this to be my life. I feel like you're just going ahead with this. I feel like, like, I think that as much as he might've said that, I think his hope, his best outcome was for her to have an abortion. That's what he was aiming for. And she made a decision to do something else. And I think that's what he means here. Whether or not we can poke holes on that is another thing altogether. But I think if we're trying yeah. to figure out what he means when he says this, I think it's the only thing it could be because I took the pregnancy test where they were together for that, you know? So like he was there for that part. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the only thing he probably could mean when he's saying this. Yeah. It's I a different context. quite accurate though, because she was very much like, you know, I feel like I need to have this kid. It's up to you, like what you want to do about that. I mean, I I can't, like, even if he thought that was his best outcome, right? Mm -hmm. Is it fair for him to say, you're cutting me out? Well, and the other thing he would be doing is asking her to have an abortion, which he said was her choice. Well, and the other thing that he could mean here is that she never told him that he wasn't the father or could potentially not be the father. So, like, he has a very different type of decision on his plate if he knows that she's having this kid, but it may not be his. And so maybe that's what he means here. It's like, you're cutting him out just like you did me. It may not be a direct parallel, but if we're trying to figure out in what way Knowles thinks that he was cut out of the process, I think it's going to be one of those two things. For me, it was just a big question mark. I was like, really, Noel? I don't think you were cut out of this process. You were very much involved in this whole process. Well, she definitely didn't tell him that he might not be the father. Yeah, I still attribute that to to exactly what she said, which is it didn't even occur to her. Yeah, I don't believe that. Like, how could it not? Like, I I think okay, maybe, but it she had sex with more than one person. This major thing was happening. Noel was agonizing over it. And he never was even informed that it could possibly be from another guy. I think, how, how could you just not remember? Um, That's what she said, though. And, like, I take her at face value for that. I don't think she's lying about that. Yeah. She was shocked. She looked shocked when that was revealed to her. But she instantly knew in the doctor's room. Like, she After immediately she heard knew when that, who it was. Like, it wasn't like she was blacked out drunk and doesn't even remember it ever happening. She was with it. She knew. Um, 
So I think it it occurred to her after the doctor had said it, but I'm just saying like, how can you inform someone of something that doesn't occur to you? Yeah. Well, the, the problem here may be like him paralleling himself to Wade, but he obviously in saying this, he's saying in some way he thought he himself was cut out of the process. And he's saying that he thinks Ruby not telling Wade would be cutting Wade out of the process and what we think that means, you know, your mileage may vary, but Ruby does appear to be listening. She's taking in, she's taking this in. Um, I don't know if she's considered, I don't know if she's considered Wade. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I think for her, it's easier not to tell Wade. And I think, um, He's making it a little harder. Noel's like, what happens when your kid wants to meet his father mm-hmm. or her father? Yeah. Kind of so it, directly from Julie. And it gives Ruby another thing to think about another angle. Cause it's like, well, it's not just about what's easiest for you. Like, okay. What about your kid? Um, and so it's, it's something to ponder and, and she's, she's absorbing that. And I don't know if she loves that. He, she's getting pushed back, but he's like, well, look, I'm your friend, but I might not always say things you want to hear. Um, I just want to go on the record right here as saying, I really hope we get to meet Wade. I like really want to meet him. And I feel like, yes, I feel like he should have like, like uh, slightly shorter than shoulder length, blonde hair and a leather jacket and be like really tan. Mm -hmm. Okay, know, that's just well, what I think of you're going to see Wade. Wade. You're not necessarily going to see a lot of him, but you'll see him. Okay. So your wish will come true. This makes, makes me happy. Because we do know the only other thing that we see that happens with this is that um, we there's going to be a conversation with Julie and Noel at the election results party um, where Noel says, Ruby called Wade. Thank you for mm-hmm. your wisdom, Julie. Um, yeah, you're so wise. Julie's like, like, no one's ever called me wise before. Yeah. And then they just have like a mutual love fest. And Noel's like, you know, or or Julie's like, Ruby's so lucky to have you as a friend. You're so great to her. And Noel's like, actually, Ruby's so lucky to have you as a friend because this all happened because of you and just like mutual admiration society for each other. And frankly, they both kind of need it. So fine just don't kiss mm-hmm. okay okay well that's well, we covered it that's all the things um yeah right it's a lot this was an episode this this was an episode well they certainly i think they pushed things forward fast but was it clean <laughs> it was like we want to get from here to there super quick um but you know there you have it um so we're gonna go into our favorite segment yay after you listen to this tape you have to erase it and i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with you all so we have a lot of feedback that is not appropriate to share at this exact point in time because it's either like something that lands much better around spoilers or is much better like looking back. But I wanted to pull up a couple things um, that are a bit of a 
just potpourri of <laughs> like <laughs> you decide what made me decide to share it today. Um, one thing that I'm going to read off here is from somebody we haven't heard from before. So I wanted to share some new feedback um, <laughs> at Hawa.Omar on Instagram says, who I think like sort of recently watched a series for the first, um, for the first time ever. Mm. And Hawa says, finally finished the series, watching it as an adult. Some parts were painstaking to watch. It's like, make up your mind, Felicity. I know I'll <laughs> enjoy listening to the podcast. <laughs> Um, I do think there's relevance. I don't know if this is exactly what, what Hawa meant. Uh, but I do think (laughs) we are very much in a make up your mind Felicity moment. And yeah, I wanted to throw that one over to you, Fish. What are you feeling about Felicity right now? Uh, she is in a, everyone is in a rough spot. Like literally everyone except for Richard (laughs) is in a rough spot. I mean, Ben, Noel, Ruby, Felicity, Greg, Sean, Julie, uh, Tracy, Elena, <laughs> like, uh, Greg, did I say Greg? Because Greg is, mm, like, everybody is in a really rough spot. Uh, Megan? I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I'm... I guess I was on the same, maybe the same page as Felicity is kind of like letting Ben back in. And then he does this. And it's just like, what do I do with that? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I still can't imagine what he's going to say to her. Like he knocks on the door and she opens it. And what he says, I'm sorry. Like, so what? he says, I love you. Like I'm like having sex with another guy this weekend (laughs) (laughs) whose life you just ruined. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm going to have issues with whatever happens in the next episode. So like, if she just, if she just takes, if, if they start dating in the next one or two episodes, I think I might lose it. Um, cause I do want them to date. I do. This is not the setup for a good, solid relationship. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I don't think it's really a make up your mind, Felicity. I think it's a, like, heal from your wounds and don't get sidetracked by like the the worst guy from this episode coming to like do whatever he thinks he's gonna do by stalking you in Rhinebeck Mm -hmm. and at Hawa.Omar I fully appreciate that this is not what you meant when you put this out there (laughs) but I did think this would be fun to really rile up fish which we have succeeded in you and me high five um and <laughs> so glad that you watch that you've watched the whole series that you are part of the felicity community Yay, we're glad to have person. you yep yep pretty awesome we love you and i've got one that's also even more random than that okay but we put a question out a while ago about like tony pavone smoking so much um mm. 
actually going to bring in two comments about this because at MP Rogar or at M Progar, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it could be either one. You tell me. Uh, says on Tony Pavon, like she was great. I just wish she would have laid off the cigarettes. Well, at Instadot, Mickey says, I saw an interview once with Amy Aquino and Carrie Russell that they said Amy actually had quit smoking years before. So it was tough on her, but she had to do it. It was scripted. So she would smoke herbal ones. Don't know what those are. Um, I feel like I saw the same thing and I feel like she hated them. I can't um, imagine she'd like them. As a former smoker myself and someone who has say relatively recently quit. Um and you can get those herbal ones like on Amazon. I've never tried them because what's the point? Um but like it is tough to quit smoking and I feel so bad for her because it's like a habit you have and then it like makes you want to smoke again and I can't even imagine that like the herbal ones probably just make you sick and, and you're still going to have all the issues with your lungs and stuff. So, I mean, I just feel really bad for her. Yeah. And like <laughs> every single scene, it was like, Pavone smokes and talks to Ben. Pavone smokes and talks to like and the only time she's not tapes. smoking is when she's trying to light up a cigarette. Yeah, when she probably lost the lighter, that mm-hmm. was just improv because she was like, I can't take it. Like the, it was a move. It was like a, <laughs> an actress trying to, to go into self-preservation mode sort of thing. We lost the lighter. Um, yeah, I mean, imagine yeah. all those times for all the takes that Carrie Russell doesn't eat things. There's no way to not smoke. Like the smoke has to be there. Yeah. So, I mean, you can like not draw it into your lungs, but you're not going to get the like, plume of smoke that comes out uh, she can't like fake smoke her way out of this yeah. they would have put it like a little tiny smoke machine in her cheek interesting. <laughs> an interesting theory i feel like we should we should put that in front of sean and see what he does with it yeah well uh you know thank you to all those who comment and all those who are listening we love to hear what you have to say Sometimes we address it very late. <laughs> Sometimes we address <laughs> a little early, but you know, it's always nice to hear from everybody and, and to be able to share your thoughts alongside ours. So that is that, but fish, mm. it's time for us to rate this episode. I know. And I put, I not it like finger on nose you this time <sighs> you, because I am a bit unclear. I came in saying like, I don't know what's going on. I know. I, this is hard to I'm just yeah I'm like looking through my notes being like what do I do what do I do hmm that's interesting (sighs) maybe I can give it like a range oh no (laughs) remember what happened when we tried to go back to the season recap last time and it had ranges and we had to make final decisions don't you do that to me fish don't you do it you said I could do anything I wanted you could do anything you wanted but did you want to (laughs) yes do you really want to make life that hard for us in our season recap or you can go first. <laughs> well, all right. I'm just going to pick a random number here. So <laughs> my unit of measurement is going to be Rhinebeck B&Bs. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'll class up the joint a little bit here. Yeah. And. Uh, so confused. I'm giving this a 6.7 out of 10. Why? I don't know. <laughs> 
same way. I'm like, there were funny parts. There were parts I didn't get, parts I didn't like. But Let's then... be honest about some of the things this got dinged for. Okay. <laughs> Sally tape. Sally tape. And I gave off a whole, a whole point for that. Wow. This only started out of a nine. Because so wait, wait. not only did they a have whole her... point. Yeah. Normally it'd be 0. 0.5. And this time I had had enough because not only <laughs> did they say dear Sally and have her talking to Sally at the beginning, they made her do voiceover as if she were talking to Sally on the same tape for mm. the whole freaking episode. So that yeah. gets more off than 0. 0.5, but yeah. then also political episode. I don't yeah. care. Yep. I don't care. Um, and in the context of a political episode, they make every really? character do stuff that they would not normally do. Like Ben is egregious, but everybody was doing stuff in the name of a campaign that is pretty outside of what we've been seeing from them. So it's like, well, you already I believe started... this. I believe <laughs> all this stuff. I mean, I'm not saying they should have been doing it, I'm, but I do believe they all probably got caught up in it. Yeah, I guess they did, right? But we have to put ourselves in the context of this episode. And I like it, I don't know. It's just so kind of out of the blue for me. But I think the political part of it is, uh, you know, a thing I don't normally look forward to. I think that um, yeah, I, I do think that there are things in terms of the execution that left questions for you that I I wish it didn't. So I feel like that's maybe they didn't always achieve their goals. Um, Cause I know where we're headed and I know what they're trying to set up. And I, it's like, well, so I don't know, 6.7 out of 10. Why? Because. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does that um, give you any sort of anchor here to work with? I am flummoxed. I, oh. so here's my issue. I don't know what's coming next. So yeah. I don't know if I'm going to like hate the next episode and I want to leave myself room to like really hate it. But I, as much as like, I sort of poke, poke things through this episode and was confused. I also liked watching it. Like I, there were, there are some episodes, namely all those that involve David that, you know, I was actively bored and I was like, meh. Um, for, but I liked watching this one. <laughs> I just, I just want to say the amount of time we all spent talking about David, I continue to maintain that. I think I'm the only person who gives David any bit of like, I'm a, I'm a David apologist as much as I can be. Yeah. We spent so much time talking about David for a char <laughs> character that everybody was bored by. Um, it's wild. I mean, he's the measurement. He's like true north i've seen that actor in a couple new things recently that are old shows and he just keeps coming up and i'm like oh my god he's not really any better here like it's 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 <laughs> i don't know fish <laughs> like i i just it's hard not to watch this other stuff knowing how boring everybody thinks he is from this it's a thing that has now followed him into other roles for me wow anyway have poisoned you against him as an actor kind of um That's I saw rough. some stuff with him in the OC and I was like, oh, I don't know. Now you're boring. Um, but I don't know if he was meant to be boring there, but he, it was weird. But um it wasn't meant to be boring here either. <laughs> I wasn't bored by him. I think he was necessary to her growth as a person. Anyway, I have totally interrupted you and taken you off the grid of your rating. 
Not really, because I'm still thinking about it. I think I am going to give this one a seven. Seven out of ten gloves. Because, as I said, like, for all the issues and ranting that I had, I did like watching it. You know, I liked all the, like, Ben and Felicity stuff, even though... I think everyone has very questionable morals yeah. in this entire episode, and it leaves everyone in a worse place than where they started. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think, like, I enjoyed watching it, and and I thought the Tracy reveal was very interesting. I'm going to be interested in what happens there i mean i don't know if megan's actually going to kill felicity and just resolve all these issues mm-hmm. um i mean there could be so many things that happen next mm-hmm. so you okay. know interesting give it, i'll give it a seven yeah we're, we're we're kind of playing it safe on this one a little bit i think it wasn't off the charts for us um yeah. but it wasn't bottom of the barrel no uh you know it's still telling their story so okay all right so hey look that's what we think and i know that you know we're put we put on our tinfoil hat a couple times here a collective (laughs) tinfoil hat a couple times and look you get to have a say in this too so tell us what you think about this episode or any episode or anything anything at all tell us what you eat for lunch i don't know tell us whatever moves you and go ahead and write to us at the melissafish at gmail.com to tell us that Melissa with one L, two S's, the Melissa fish at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Felicity podcast. You might say things like Melissa, you're leaving it far too wide open in terms of <laughs> back on. <laughs> and if you want to find out when we drop new podcasts, we send out an email when we do, and you can sign up for our newsletter to get those emails by checking out the show notes where we were listening to this podcast, looking for the link where it says newsletter and signing up there. And then, of course, while you're there, if you have the option to rate or review us, go ahead and do that. Because the more of those that happen, the more people can discover this podcast and become part of this community and friends of yours. That's right. Friends of yours. Um, so that's all the uh, housekeeping items we have for today. But in the next episode, Fish, is entitled... I don't care what it's titled. I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. You can still say the title. I just, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, the title is Ben was here. Oh, like Felicity was here. Mm -hmm. Except was Felicity was here. Was that the title of the final episode? I think that was, that was the finale. Mm -hmm. It was the penultimate episode. So it's not the finale episode of this season, but it is a title. Is it an episode this season? Wait, no, I guess it's not the penultimate. Uh, no, it's there's, there's still still three more, more after that. So, um, all right, but Felicity was here. That was the finale where Felicity is like has to choose, and if Ben was here, like Ben doesn't have a choice. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Honestly, I that have no freaking clue. Ben's going to show up and he is going to try something. Okay. And I just, I, I don't, if Felicity lets him get away with this, like, I don't know what 
I don't know what to say. Like, I just mm -hmm. don't know what to say. Well, I will say that, um, I will say that when he, he will, he's, he's going to Rhinebeck. Yeah. They're going to Rhinebeck. Everybody's going to Rhinebeck. Everybody? Chances are there's going to be some sort of conversation that happens in Rhinebeck. So I would say, I think I, I sense I sense a bit of concern from you about what's going to happen in Rhinebeck. And I yes. think that somehow this show might thread the needle of what will work for you in terms of what's going to happen in Rhinebeck. Okay. What happens after Rhinebeck, I can't put any guarantees to you whatsoever. <laughs> okay. So at least one more episode of potentially... I don't have to lose my mind and like I can still be like Felicity you're talking to a dead woman but you're still semi-sane yeah I don't I think that the show knows that Ben just did a crappy thing okay. I think Ben knows it I think Felicity knows it I think Greg knows it I think the show knows it and they're not just going to be like it never happened okay. imagine a world where we never did yeah, that that would they're yes. not going to magic it that away. That would bother me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, if we go back to the force and they freaking throw yeah. cloves on Felicity and she's just in love with him, I'm yeah. going to lose my mind. No, they're not going to do that. Are they going to do anything in a way that satisfies you? I can't, I'm not going to try to make a claim for that. Don't you try to make, <laughs> make a claim for that. But um, everybody knows that Ben did something cruddy all of us, including yeah. the writers. And so they, they can't, they're not just going to pretend it like isn't a thing. Okay. And I think that seems like a big concern for you. And I want you to know that that's not how that's going to play out, but right. um, I can feel safe with this next episode. With yeah. at least knowing that like Ben has, Ben has some explaining to do. He has to, he has how, to answer how do you for explain this. that? I, I, mean, I don't know. If you're that. Greg in this situation, Ugh. like if you're Felicity in this situation, if you're Felicity, I mean, at least Greg yeah. doesn't have to date Ben. But like, but Felicity, but but still, Felicity <laughs> is not Greg. Like Greg is the one who had this horrible thing happen to him. Like he is the victim in this situation. Yeah, and but he can just cut all ties with Ben and be like, "Out of my life, dude." He can cut all ties with Ben, but he can't cut all ties with every human at the school and all of the yeah. administrators like you know greg i imagine i mean i guess in a world where greg had to disclose this information to get the job at the health center it makes me a tiny tiny bit less nervous mm -hmm. but i'm really mm -hmm. nervous for him like yeah. um like and i only say tiny bit less nervous because i it's like well they knew it but if you've got it leaked now and it's out and the, and yeah. it's like a thing, then it still could be something where the trustees are like, you know, it's not good press. We can't like, so even if they knew it. No, this guy absolutely ruined his life. And we have to remember he's also at that two year mark of addiction yeah. when a lot of people end up relapsing. So I just really feel for Greg here. And I, again, apologize because I, I was like, we have to know. apologize for saying nice things about Greg. Because... No, because the last episode, I sort of like, I was like, oh, I don't yeah. know how you're going to feel about him after running mates. And then I was, yeah, you, you were know, like, was give him one more episode. And I was like, what was I smoking? Because I, I don't <laughs> <laughs> like, what was I even thinking happened here? Because he's not, well, I mean, in the context of everybody's doing campaign hijinks, Sure. I guess there's that, but like, 
But in comparison. Um, like the thing, the person who does the wrongest thing, the wrongest yeah. of the wrongest things. The worst person. <laughs> the worst person it's is not, not Greg. Greg. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I, that was not fair for me to plant that in your head. And I'm glad that you proceeded as if I never said anything. <laughs> I mean, look, my mind works in mysterious ways. I often forget everything. So yeah. 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 Like I will get majorly spoiled on parts of this show and then like absolutely forget it before I've seen it this watch yeah <laughs> so, like, cool that's yeah. that's a good trait to have so excellent. is it is it <laughs> zero um, memory yeah yeah I'm, i i support you i do okay thank you well okay fish i think we did it is there anything else we need to say about this episode no no can't can't say anymore i started confused i ended confused yeah i'm I'm confused. This was upsetting. Well, <laughs> that is our <laughs> that is the that is the tone we are leaving all of you listeners with. Okay, that's mm-hmm. how we're doing it. <laughs> that's it. It's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. We're gonna leave you confused and upset. Um <laughs> until next time, fish. <laughs> Don't hook up with Ben while I'm gone. Definitely won't now. I'm a fish. Bye. Bye everyone.